0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Tonight at midnight. It is believed that Manny Diaz's contract an estimated $2 million. But does that mean he's going to be replaced as the University of Miami's football coach? Not so fast, depending on who you talk to. There were reports out tonight that Manny's going to be back, which is a possibility that we reported on, I guess, eight days ago. But the drop in the buyout also means that if the University of Miami does want to make a change in its head coaching position, that it will be more comfortable doing so. We are told that that decision will be made until a new athletic director is hired. So if that is true, then all this conjecture that we're hearing on Tuesday night is a bunch of belongings. that there's a better than likely chance that there will be a change in the football head coaching job and that beginning Saturday that the top target will officially become Mario Cristobal. But what happens when Nike's offer Phil Knight walks into the room? That's a lingering question. In the meantime, we believe that Lane Kiffin is waiting on deck in almost anticipation that Miami won't be able to lure Cristobal from Oregon and hoping that Cristobal turns down the job so he can pounce on it. And of course there's more. That athletics director search we just talked about is marching onward and it appears to be building to a conclusion around the end of this week or at the latest the beginning of next week. Rumors abound about of high. But they can't both get the job and will either really get it, not so fast, as they say. So we're going to talk about all of this and more tonight as we embark on a new edition of Kane Sport Live. Hello again everybody, I'm Gary Furman, the publisher of CaneSport.com, and we welcome you once again to Kane Sport Live. As always, it's your show, it'll be driven by your participation. Call-in number is 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. More than 100 open phone lines, plenty of room for everybody to call in and participate. The board's lighten up. Um, we'll try to keep things very to the point tonight, uh, expecting a lot of calls this evening. Uh, so um, hit one on your keypad if you want to get put in the queue. If that lands you in the queue, we'll bring you on the show in the order that you land in the queue. Um, and like I said, let's try to keep our points, uh, very on point tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to limit you to 30 seconds, but, uh, you know, let's just, you know, try not to ramble if you guys could cooperate, uh, that, that would be an awesome thing. So the bottom line, uh, and I could tell you that I've been working this story from 6am till midnight, at least, I really like 1.30 in the morning last night, uh, and, uh, I think I've got a fairly good handle on what's going to take place the rest of this week, but it's kind of comical looking at all the goings-on that that's taking place on Twitter and how quick people are to react to it. Um, you know, it all can't be true. Like, it can't be true that Alonzo's getting the job and Gino's getting the job when, in fact, the search is still going on and nobody's getting the job, okay? That's number one. Um And it can't be true that Manny's not getting fired and that Mario's the top candidate and that Lane Kiffin is a top candidate. That's three different scenarios for the football coaching job. Those can't all be true either. Um, So I just urge everybody have patience. Uh, You know, we're trying on our message boards to keep some semblance of common sense working and uh, stay away from all the crazy rumors and stuff and, and just stay focused, you know, I, I wish that the few people that are so bothered by that would stop being bothered by it uh it's It's the best way that we can handle a volatile situation like this. Um, but um, there's a feeling at the university that nothing is going to happen in football until it happens first with the athletic director. So uh, we'll see what happens. We're staying on top of it, and we will report uh, developments as they come forward here in the next few days. Uh, could end by Friday, not as of the question, Saturday maybe. Um, Got to think that Monday maybe of next week on the outside, uh, by then uh, you should hopefully have an athletic director and then they can move on with all this because it's very difficult. If Manny is staying, it's untenable to expect him to recruit in this environment. Uh, they're doing the best they can, the coaches, in managing it. Um, it's very difficult to, to recruit right now with all this un, uncertainty. And if they are going to be dismissed, then they should be told they're going to be dismissed and be allowed to move on and not have to go through all of this with the home visits and trying to explain the parents and recruits uh, what's happening and not really knowing and um, that sort of thing. We we heard that Manny Diaz did have a meeting uh, Tuesday morning with the uh, powers to be at the university and he was not dismissed. Does that mean anything? Don't know, but he was not dismissed after that meeting. So, but you wouldn't expect him to with the buyout going down a day later by a couple million dollars, which is, you know, what, what is believed to, have, to be taking place tonight at midnight. So anyway, so much to talk about. I, I know it's all on your mind, so um, let's get right to it. The number 563-999-3550 five six three nine 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 three five five oh you hit the one on your keypad if you wanna come on the show. And let's begin in the three oh five tonight where you are live on King Sport Live. How you doing?
2: Oh
3: Gary, how you doing? You there?
1: Wait, you know what? Wait, give me a minute here. I, I am here but for some reason my headset is not working so I gotta uh pull pull an audible here, which I
3: will. And, um, all right, now I can hear you. Go ahead. How you doing, Gary? Working some late nights, huh? must months, huh? Yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Gary, <laughs> I just don't see how in any situation you could bring Manny Diaz back. Now, by the way, and I think what the university is probably doing to him is probably not fair to him. But, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and cry someone on a river that makes $4 million a year. But, I mean if we had a great recruiting class and things were just doing great on that side of the ball, I mean, that I could see it, but I mean, you're sitting here, we have five or six commits, you bring it, he's going to be a lame duck next year. I mean, I know I'm not getting any younger and I know you're not getting any younger. I mean, you're going to basically throw away three years of our, of, of football by retaining him. I just, you know, and I do get the narrative that, you know, you say, well, if you can't improve, and you can't get Mario, and you can't get you know maybe even a Kiffin. You know what are you gonna do? You know maybe don't don't always look at you know on the other side. But Gary, this isn't gonna get any better. I mean we know that. I mean I, I mean I know that that's how I feel. I don't know how you feel about it, but I mean this is just gonna we're, we're wasting time. How could you? How, what's the point of even firing firing you know Blake James if you were even gonna consider keeping Manny Diaz? That's what I just don't get. And, by the way, and, and maybe the university is this, has this thing totally buttoned up, and maybe on Saturday we could just be opening bottles of champagne and we're introducing Mario Cristobal as our coach, and we all know how great that would be. And I keep I, I, I'm trying to stay off social media and all this stuff because it's just been bonkers. But I keep thinking any second I'm going to see Oregon extend Mario Cristobal for $15 million for 10 years, and then we just are – you know, have our head between our tails, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, I just don't – this scenario is just dragging and dragging. I mean, you see real teams like, you know, LSU. I mean, even I, I, USC, that, that just kind of came out of nowhere. But look at LSU. They just pulled the trigger on a big coach. They bring him in. done. You know, they're recruiting. We're sitting here, you know, on pins and needles for weeks now. You know, and I, I also, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the athletic director. But why can't we just get – a strong athletic director from another school? Why does it have to be, again, maybe a guy from New Mexico and then Alonzo Highsmith? Why does it have to be always so difficult? Why can't it just be you have a great athletic director, let him bring in a great coach, and call it a day? Why does it have to be so many pieces always?
1: You know, I'm not sure it's as complicated as it's seeming, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I, I think that it is relatively well-organized. Behind the scenes, <laughs> uh, I mean they have a search going on. Um, I think they got some good candidates in that search and uh, they're going through the process and, and it's not a simple process. you know they, you, you're talking about background checks on everybody. You're, you're talking about identifying candidates, trying to schedule interviews, things like that, and, and that's been going on. I know several people have have reportedly interviewed. Um, so when they get down to a final two or three candidates, that's when things can happen real fast, because you could schedule all those final interviews in one day and then you make a decision. So um, I'm thinking by end of the week, they could have this done and then uh, over the weekend, turn their attention to the football situation and by the beginning of next week, be done with everything. So we'll see.
3: But you I mean, you know, and obviously we're just, you know, there's a large audience here, but I mean, the Mario Cristobal situation, let's just bite it, you know, now, I mean, you have to assume some channels between Miami and some, and his people, there has been some contact. It's not, and by the way, I don't believe this, like Lincoln Riley got, just learned Saturday Sunday morning that they were interested and they just dropped a package on them and you know, all these things, obviously these things are in the works. Like, I mean, you could, you know, maybe not elaborate on too much, but there you have to. There's been some type of communication, correct? Oh,
1: one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, okay. right. certainly Makes at me the agent good, level. Please. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, a, for example, a Lincoln Riley would have been involved with USC directly, but his agent's probably right. been working on that for weeks.
3: Okay, all right. Just you know, I, I mean, uh, I mean, you. Have to, this is like a huge. I mean, for a fan here, this is like a major deal. I mean, if they screw this up, they could. This is blowing at least five years, not ten years, of our our team, right? I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, they yeah, can't absolutely. screw this up again. And if they said they were going to make this commitment and all this crap that I heard and blah 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 blah, they better re- they, this this better be worked out right. And hopefully, this is this extra stress to hopefully that we're excited sometime in the next five to six business days and, you know, when everything's good. But, all right, I don't want to take too much of your time, but that's how I felt about Manny Diaz. I mean, I, I see no scenario how you could bring this guy back. And like I said, I've never blamed him. I know you have never blamed him. But please, just move on from it and let's just, let's just move, let's, you know, turn the page onto brighter days, please. Here's what I could tell you, Smiley. Can you admit... Like, wait, can you imagine yeah. the fan base next year? Can you imagine what what this off season will be like if they announce they're going to bring it back for one year? Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, it'll be I, it'll, I it'll be ugly, even, I, no doubt. But here's what uh, I could tell you,
1: Smyra. <laughs> Remove yeah. all the nonsense on Twitter from the equation. You know, with people, I don't go. I mean, they got to be yeah, doing I'm it not, to get I'm, attention because nobody in their right mind is posting a lot of this stuff and believing it's true. Like, you know. Announcement's going to be made today, and then the next day. Announcement's going to be made today, and then the same person. Announcement's going to be made today the next day. Well, you keep but saying it that the make... announcement's going to be made today, and eventually you're yeah. going to be right. But, you know, yeah. and, and and then sources are telling me that, that, that Gino Toretta is going to be named the athletic director by tomorrow.
3: Probably yeah, not but to well, announce... me and you both no, I know. I could end up being How wrong. i not hired... saying that
1: I'm the absolute authority yeah. on this, but, but – you know, I I have been working it pretty hard, and I do feel I'm relatively plugged in, and and I don't think that's happening tomorrow. I don't think there's going to be a press conference announcing Gino Toretta as the athletic director tomorrow. So,
3: but um, I mean, but let's we'll, think we'll we'll see, about it realistically. We'll see what happens. How, I mean, how could you, how could you ever, Gino Toretta? I mean, I mean, it guy's never even had the, a job at any type of level. Like, how could you? how could you say you want to make a commitment to football and say, even I'm not saying that. And by the way, this is just Twitter talk. I'm You know, whatever, but how, that doesn't even make sense. Do you know, Tredo How is that qualified to be the athletic director of such a proud institution or me, you know, maybe they're not, but I mean, like I said, this is just, you know, that doesn't even make sense in my mind. That's why I think a lot of these things are BS, but you know, and I hope it works out with Alonzo Highsmith, but it just adds another layer. Like why does it have to be so many like ifs and what, you know, He's wish it just to be clean. Like I just look at that LSU situation. The guy's a big game hunter. With their AD, he went out and he got the guy he wanted because that guy's a winner. I don't, I don't like, love that. Well, no, he did, but you know,
1: huh? He wanted Lincoln happened? Riley, and Lincoln Riley turned him down and went to USC.
3: Okay, but I'm just saying. But I, mean, he's a I will big say game this, Myra. He,
1: he recovered yeah. really fast, didn't he?
3: He did, and you know what? I don't love Kelly as a coach but everywhere that guy goes he's been a winner. Look what he's done with Notre Dame with they can't bring kids in there like like LSU can. I mean that guy he wins, he quietly wins and he did a great job for Notre Dame. I must say that. And you know, I think that Lincoln Riley situation is going to work out really well for USC. Look at them, they were they were dead like Miami was and you know, I think that that's you could call them similar to a Miami situation and they look at them, they're now they could control out west now. So I don't know. Yeah, he's going to kill it I, at know, USC. There's no doubt about he's it. He's going to. Yeah, and, like, by the way, it's the same way Mario would kill it here, I mean, I, I look just look at this ACC, and I just hear some of these narratives. You can look at it both ways. Me and you could be the coach of University of Miami and put a decent product on the field in the ACC. You're, you're When you walk on the field, you're automatically going to be – Head and tail, you're going to be have better athletes than anyone. So if you remotely have decent coaching that day or just don't blow the game, you're going to win. And hence why we can go back when would they play Pittsburgh and when, you know, NC State, we have better athletes than them. Miami should never be an eight point underdog to a pit. I don't care what anyone says. We have better athletes. So you're going to, you know, you know, I don't know. This whole Manny Diaz thing just drives me absolutely nuts. It's not going anywhere. Please just, I hope tomorrow. We could get rid of it. I, I don't know what's going to happen if they do name him the coach. All right, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I appreciate all your hard work, Gary. All
1: right, Tamara, thanks, thanks for getting us started on the show tonight. All right, 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go now to the 941. You are live on Kane Sport Live.
4: Hi, Gary. It's Mike Kane here.
1: Mikester, how are you this week?
4: Ah, oh, not too bad, not too bad how are you How about yourself over oh, there?
1: I'm tired, man. This has been a long road here, trying to cover this story.
4: <laughs> well, I can't think it's to blame you dude looking at well. I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been hanging up Christmas lights on my house with my new ladder going up and down, up and down, and up and down. I'm telling you, man, I'm tired. My legs are shot, dude. I'm <laughs> up and down that ladder all day. <laughs> you know, that that's the physical stress, but I'm, I'm sure the mental stress is weighing on everybody. You know, uh, We're all tired of what's going on here. And I'll start off with my commentary. I'm going to keep it nice and short because I know – other folks want to get on there tonight and uh, have this thing. So here we go. I'm going to say celebrating for the wrong reasons tonight. Yes, they did win. The grew dude as expected. So why on earth would the president's advisors go up there and celebrate a meeting with victory? Why? What for? If it was against Alabama or Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan, great. Celebrate. You know, post. Off the course. What do a seven and five finish? Nah, that's not something to celebrate about. Working on the Athletic Director search and my teams fans and brothers and sisters out there, have some patience, okay? I trust Gary, I don't trust the social media, I don't trust the rumors, don't believe rumors out there. Just go go and back up Gary, man. He knows what he's talking about, okay? But at the same time, keep in mind the clock is ticking. Get a great athletic director, but do it soon. Recruits are getting a little antsy here. They're not sure what's happening with the coaching situation. And I guess I will leave it at that with my commentary for tonight. Let some other folks get on. i got to finish hanging up my Christmas lights for night. <laughs>
1: All right, Mikester. Well, thank you for uh, being part of the show, as always. Yeah. there's a little bit of a subdued commentary tonight though
0: <laughs>
1: you subdued what's wrong man
4: oh you're still oh i didn't know you yeah had you're still back. on i want to oh, like
1: you like you're, you're like really like mellowed out tonight like what's up
4: yeah am mellowed out well like i said i'm tired i'm tired like you are i'm <laughs> tired like you are tonight man but you know what well, we just got to have a little patience. I've been reading, I've been reading the blog. I've been reading the threads. I've been reading what everybody's saying. Oh, there's there, you know, it's going to be an announcement today. Nope. There's going to be an announcement tomorrow. Nope. There's going to be an announcement on Friday. Nope. There's going to be an announcement on Saturday. Nope. Just got to wait it out, guys. Just got to wait it out. Kings nation. We've got to, you know, just have a little patience, have a little patience and, uh, somebody will come along. Those guys, uh, they're doing a thorough search and, uh, We'll just leave it at that, you know. And that's all i got to say for tonight.
1: All right, Mikester, thank you for being part of the show. All right, 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550 is the number. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Uh, Let's go out to the 845. You're live on Sport Live.
5: Yeah, Gary, how you doing? I'm not going to be subdued.
1: (laughs) When are you ever, Greg? Okay. All
5: right. Remember, remember I told you that the whole defensive staff was going to get axed last year, right? Uh Nobody believed it. Okay, I'm telling you right now, Mario is a done deal. Okay. Yep. It's a done deal.
1: I okay. won't dispute that. I, I, I think there's a good chance it's a done deal, but I do respect the fact that Phil Knight has not had his say yet.
5: Okay. All right. Let me just go over a few quick things here. Have, why in God's name would they send Manny Diaz in-house to talk to these recruits? Please explain that to me. If Mario's coming on board, is he going to get a chance to talk to these recruits in house?
6: You know, Greg,
1: that's a hard thing to explain. I, I, you know, they clearly want the optics of hiring an athletic director and letting the athletic director make the decisions on football. Whether that's in actuality really taking place or not, I think that's the optic
5: that they want. Okay. You and Matt this morning were saying that Manny was preaching that nobody transfers out of Miami. Ten players have d- transferred this year. What is he talking about? He's a snake I I oil Ten players, okay? Okay, now, Mario, do you think he's worthy of the same salary as Brian Kelly and... Lincoln Riley.
1: No, and I don't think he will command that. And I don't think he's that he's pull the gun to Miami's head in that state. regard because just as important to Mario would be the money for the infrastructure of the program and, and, and to fund all the things that he's gonna to want to do as head coach.
5: Well Okay. Um my point is Mario. He's done a great job. Uh, I give him credit for that, but he's not doesn't. He's not as accomplished as those other two guys. They no, he's not. They the play.
4: So all
5: I'm. I mean, gonna Ma- Mario's going to
1: come in probably somewhere. A week ago, I would have said six to seven. Now I would say eight to nine.
5: Okay, I hope he gets as much as he can and be good.
1: Yeah, but, it, but it, I'm telling well, you, I don't think it's all about that. I think, obviously, he, uh, he's a guy that's going to want to be paid fairly, but that guy wants to win championships more than anything. And I think much more important to Mario would be that Miami is fully committed to the program and to fund the things it needs to fund to allow the football program to succeed at the highest level. And I think they are committed to that.
5: Okay, my last quick point. What the hell qualifications does Gino Toretta have to be athletic director?
1: He doesn't. I know. I mean, I I like Gino, obviously. I've I've known him a long time. But he doesn't have the qualifications to be athletic director, certainly from the traditional sense. You would have to be wanting to go way outside the box to do something like that.
5: Okay, if, if he was named athletic director, you think he'd bring Alonzo in?
1: Uh, can't answer that.
5: I'd much rather have Alonzo than Gino Toretto. Well, that. Alonzo's
1: probably more qualified because of his experience in the time. national
5: <laughs> league. Not even close. Not even close. All right, I'll let you go. I know a lot of people want to get on. Remember, I told you it's a done deal. Yeah,
1: I'm not disputing it, Greg. I totally. My assessment is the same as yours right now.
5: All right, have a good one. I hope. I'll Thanks for being part you of the show.
1: Five six three nine 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 three five five zero. Hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go to the seven seven zero. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
7: Gary, what's going on? It's Steven What's in Atlanta. Up Steve? What's up, Steve? Yeah, How you doing man. this week? I, ain't that, I think I done got about 700 more gray hairs on my head just in the last two or three days. But I'm you surprised. know who I seen this weekend? I was in Miami this weekend to a funeral. When I, one of my good friends who I grew up with uh, had a heart attack that passed away last week.
2: So they prayed oh, on Saturday.
7: And I seen uh, Gilbert Price and Dad. You know, we grew up together in covered Grove. And he talking about how I used to, we used to run him home off the park because we were a little older than him. But I got to talking, right? hmm And I can sense he wanted no parts of saying anything negative about the South. And me and him go way back as childhood friends. We walking out to the gravesite to our friend who we grew up with, you know, no good from the grove. And he's like, you know, he's just walking, I'm saying stuff and I'm like, we need he ain't he ain't like, you know, he ain't getting into that. And that's the problem with Miami. Nobody wants to tell the truth about what is going on out there. I listen to seven ninety all the time. I listen to five, what it is, five sixty on my phone. It's was like everybody's scared to tell the truth about the program. Nobody can say nothing negative about Manny. Like he's the big, bad wolf out the mob. He's going to put a hit out of him. The guy sucked. You know what I'm saying? He had his opportunity to hire coaches when he got there. I'm pretty sure they was going to back him all the way to the bank. If he would have asked, they would have gave it to him. He did what he did. And he has – he could have hired coaches to make him look good. You know what I'm saying? He could have put people around him to cover up for what he lacked, but he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. The ship has sailed on this dude, man. We got to move forward. Everybody – look, Gary, we got to we got Florida State in a position right now to where it's looks like they're going to keep their coach. We don't know how good he's going to be, but as far as we know, he was a dumpster fire. Can he change? You know, can can he do the right thing and hire some people to help him? Yes. But right now, as it goes, we probably cannot recruit him just by putting the great staff together and bringing in the right people. Florida, the same thing. Billy Napier, he's not – I don't know where he's from, but that name don't ring a bell like Morrow no. or – it doesn't or, move or, a needle or for sure. Like Lane Kiffin in the state of Florida. So it's a big opportunity to smash these clowns who has been dominating us in recruiting for years, and everybody's read about recruiting. And all I can tell them, you know, if Miami do the right thing, you ain't got to worry about these kids. Cause once they go down, they ain't even got to. These kids already know they can see the change in Miami is serious about. If Miami bringing the right people, just watch what happens in recruiting. Nobody wants to play for a dud coach. You know, they gave Manny a shot at the beginning, but just like they did Randy Shannon, um, even um, what you call him got a shot when he was there, Al Golden. Mark Rick started out recruiting good. But once you show these kids around there and their parents who you are, they ain't going to waste no time with you. You know, and Manny ain't, he ain't, it's time to move on. And it's a perfect opportunity to put Florida in In Florida State, in the position that we was in in recruiting with the right hire with the right a d they bringing um Alonzo. I don't see everybody's on that list. See nobody on that list that you guys been throwing around in this outside That's the problem with Miami. You got these people who don't care nothing about the school and who probably root for the school to lose. They on the radios down there, you got Florida grads on the radio down there. You got all these different people these implants down there talking about what needs to go on at Miami. And they're a bunch of damn liars because all they doing is saying, you know, stuff that's going to keep us bound. It's shackled. Anybody who's saying we need to go outside and not hire Alonzo, they know Alonzo the best man for the job if they ain't for Miami. That's the bottom line. These folks who's talking this crazy talk, Talking about Manny Diaz has been – right, they don't love Miami football. You feel me? I think
1: Alonzo's got a great chance to land in the athletic department. I'm not sure it'll be as the athletic director. We'll see.
7: But if he's not, that's just because – here's the thing, Gary. I don't know if he'll take the job, but if he do, he just loved the school that much. But he shouldn't be 2nd fiddle to nobody. He did more well, than Well, except for one thing, Steve. In he does not have – administrative How you experience, know that Gary? to that degree. Gary. Gary. Look, man, we don't know what kind of experience he got. How you know that? How you know what he's capable of doing? Steve, he might not I've known Alonzo since guy. he's eighteen years old, dude.
1: Come on. I mean I know I know
7: what experience
1: he has. I
7: think Alonzo is
1: fantastic. I think he would be a extremely high what? impact guy inside that building.
7: I'm so just tell me what what we have to do though. His lack know, of experience,
1: experience for a while. as an administrator is probably going to keep him from winning the A.D. battle.
7: What has he been – well, if that's the case, that means the school is still full of shit because Manny had no experience. They gave him the job. What they call him had a little experience, and they gave him the job. And this outside of stuff they're talking about doing is just hypocrisy. That dude would be the best man for the job, you know, probably. You know, in any little other little things he need to do, you can you can put somebody under him to handle that other shit. If you ask me, put somebody under him to handle all the other little fundraising and all that other. Shit. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind, you know, but why he got to be. Well, the I mean, if he, helped, he got the A B he job, put of the course there would the be mask.
1: people underneath him that could do all that stuff.
7: Look, he's going to be the biggest asset. So why would he be under? He would be a bigger deal than the AD, but he would be making the AD look good. Cause he, yeah, I think there's a somewhere. chance he lands
1: in the department.
7: But anyway, they Miami's going to Miami. You know what I'm saying? They 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 going to Miami, and uh, you know they got all these other schools making moves because Miami fired their AD. And it trigger oh, an Steve, there's
1: nothing that says you have to be first. Like, you could still be effective without being first. I think we got to give them a chance to work through it.
7: No, I'm just saying, no, 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 they're going to do whatever they do. I ain't got, look, look, man, all they doing is stressing me the hell out, and that's what they're good at. You know, they do what they do. I have no control, but all I can do is call you once, once a week or every other week and vent. You know, I ain't got no control. And whatever goes down, gonna go down. But I can tell you right now, you know, Mario Alonzo will be the best bet to move to get this program to where it needs to be and where 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 it was at. Maybe you know, you know, ain't nothing guaranteed. They have to make the right move. And when you guys were talking about Mario's salary. I just hope he would um, leave him enough money to hire a conditioner, coach he will. Uh, coaches that will get these guys because these guys are too small man they're too small and they're not strong enough and i, I just hope you you know bring in good assistance and because i was going to call i was about to rip i was about to throw a hand grenade in there at night but you came in with the right attitude and i appreciate that and keeping it real <laughs> or get you a long <laughs> way all right good night
1: all right, Steve, thanks for calling in. You know, you say to keeping it real. I mean, I legitimately and I've been saying this over and over every day on the message boards, like I legitimately feel good about what I'm seeing. I I think the process is fine. I think that they're doing a thorough job of of uh exploring the positives and minuses of the athletic department. I think that they're doing a thorough search for an athletic director. And I think they've done a sufficient job on the side of exploring potential coaching avenues so that they can make a decision between keeping Manny or going for a new face. And that's all you can ask is that they're thorough, and I think they're being thorough. And um, will the new athletic director really be the decision maker on this? I'm not totally convinced of that, but I think they would like to have the optics go in that direction. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go now to the 305 for Live on TV Live. Hey, Gary, how are you this evening? Hey, what's up, Adam? How are you doing tonight?
8: Good. Um, I don't know if you read the report by Matt Jennings saying the – that Manny Diaz, the administration, was leaning towards bringing him back. Where did that come from? Because why would – and this is just I I think it's coming from,
1: from Manny and the coaches, who are telling everybody that they think they're going to be
0: back.
8: Okay. Because it would seem weird for a new AD to want to keep him because you're cutting the AD's power at the knees, and what AD would want to be tethered with a coach with a losing record? Yeah, that's because, one way of looking at it. And and also, like you look at USC hiring Lincoln Riley. Why can't we be like USC? We're in a big professional city. We play like they do. They play at the Coliseum. We play a pro player. We're both private schools. Why can't we be like that and attract a coach like that outside of the AD? We're exactly like USC except on opposite coasts.
1: Yeah, I think you could make that argument. Uh, Miami certainly has that type of potential to be an elite program. Uh, My guess is they didn't try to get Lincoln Riley. USC did.
8: No, but I meant a coach of that caliber. Not exactly Lincoln Riley, but a coach that's well-known of that caliber. I mean,
1: if they end up with Mario Cristobal or Lane Kiffin, I mean, maybe it's not quite – uh, what Lincoln Riley's done the last few years, but it's not that different, right?
8: No, it's not, and then it would be a success, but I just don't understand how this administration can bring Nanny back because then you're looking at him as a lame duck next year, and that's when I saw rivals say that he's going to get a fourth year. This was earlier, and then the coaching carousel, his know, name Matt, is like along.
4: Adam. He...
1: You, you're always paying too much attention to what everybody's saying. I mean, everyone's giving opinions right now, and very few people okay. have a foundation for their opinions, quite honestly.
8: Okay. No, it's, I mean, obviously it's nerve-wracking. And the I mean, you, me you would with agree that, with
1: me that most people are going to be wrong, right?
8: Yeah, 95% right. of them. But that's why I was shocked to even see that report, that Miami was leaning towards them without actually having an AD in place. Because well, coach, it that's what the sense. coaching
1: staff is telling people.
8: That's I what mean, they're telling recruits.
1: That, that's what they're telling their friends. That's what they're telling anybody that's asking that they expect to be back. So that's why that. I mean, that what that else? Would sorry, they, back to what else, Who would put out a report like okay. that? Okay,
8: okay, but I mean, but what else would they say? I mean, unless, until Miami announces that Manny's coming back definitively, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. But that's why I was shocked to see it.
1: I agree, but there is a faction at the university that is a proponent of that, so it, that can't be disrespected.
8: No, I'm, I'm not disrespecting it, but it would seem like you're cutting an AD, and then if Manny doesn't win the Coastal next year, he's gone, because then you're killing yourself going three, five years, and then you're, you fired the AD for what reason? Right. If football is the major money maker at the university, and it is, then you can't just have an untethered um, and have Manny as a lame duck, and then not recruit for two recruiting cycles. Here's um, what I'll
1: tell you, Adam. For them to emerge from this process with everybody feeling good about it, they have to have these optics that they are hiring an athletic director, and they are empowering <laughs> that athletic director to make the decision whether it's a wink wink decision whether it's predisposed has been pre discussed whatever it is the public optics of this situation so that everybody's comfortable with it and happy at the end of the day need to be that the AD is in charge i think
8: oh, okay um, and, and a couple of things like on recruiting, I mean, obviously we only have eight recruits and I think the set announces on the fourth. Is there any chance we get them?
1: Uh, who are you asking about?
8: Uh, the kid from central, uh, Wesley Vicente or whatever. I
1: don't think it's looking Vicente. great. Uh, you know, I think the Florida state is probably the leader there, but we'll see.
8: And is it, and is it because our coaching situation is so up in the air?
1: I don't think it helped, and that, but I think that kid's always been a Florida State first situation.
8: Okay. And then um, I saw that Terrence Lewis and Brandon Jennings, or Jennings' brother, entered the portal. Any chance we can bring them back because we need linebackers?
1: Uh, I would say highly unlikely on Jennings. On, on Lewis, it'll depend on the decision the head coach makes. You know, he, he had a lot of issues coming out of high school, and the fact that he's in the transfer portal, is not necessarily a notch in his favor
8: uh, okay well um thanks for taking my call gary have a great rest of the show
1: all right adam thanks for being part of it as always 563-999-3550 563-999-3550 hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show let's go to the 213 you're live on Sport Live.
9: hey gary it's peter i'm back
1: what's up peter welcome back
9: Hey, good to be here. I, I, I get what you're saying now. I, I've i been very... I was very, very, very skeptical of the front office people at USC. I was very, very skeptical of, and still kind of am till it's done, of the shot Collars at Miami. Um, the chairman of the board of trustees at SC's uh, fraternity brother, my dad's from back when they were in school, and some of the guys, not my pop, but we're in the um, we're in Caruso's suite for the USC UCLA game, which would have been like eight days before the announcement. And Caruso played close to the vest, but another member of the board was there and kind of it didn't say anything about who or anything about anything even close to that. But said it's going to be huge and it's been done for a while. Just you're going to be really happy. So so that had at least been done for a few weeks prior to the uh, to the announcement there. So hopefully, something like this is, is happening here. I hope we're going to find out
1: that that we are. And I, mean, I, think, I personally think that that's the direction it's going, but it's got to. They got to get to the finish line.
9: I've never seen anything like this, and there even that I can read about before my time in college football, where you have you know of the top maybe 5 programs historically of all time two of them while they were doing very well just walked away from those programs to go to other schools it's nuts to me and i get why lsu and usc had to make early fires to uh, get in the game i don't know if they were necessarily headhunting that i want that guy specifically it seems like miami well, they both in a different position the same guy yeah, but I don't think that they had I don't think that situation necessarily mirrors like Miami's situation with Lane and Mario, where they can no, wait because Lane is
1: the only one right now in the Mario game.
9: I think Mario's agent shut everything else down. Absolutely. And it seems like Lane has a a preference or at least a, a defined interest in coming to Miami to some degree. It definitely does. So they 100%. Yeah, so there's And and Lane like he he was um on the Pete Carroll staff, you know, back in the day for all those years. Yep. He was one of their lights out recruiters. I mean, big time. That was my age group. So a lot of my friends who were athletes who went to SC to play, who went other places, he was like, dog the bounty hunter without the weird hair and fat wife. I mean, when he yeah. when they sent him out to get somebody, he got him. Like he was very very good. I think he's very underrated in that regard. If that happens.
1: Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I think that right now,
9: if they get to
1: that point, it's Mario number one, Lane number two. And I think Lane is sitting there in Oxford hoping that Mario turns it down and that he can swoop in and get it.
9: I would be fine either way. I T- Just tell me, for, just just lie to me so I can sleep tonight just a little bit. There won't be a situation where you have, as a backup plan, Lane knocking on the door and the new AD or the school refusing to answer it because they're keeping Manny. They, that, that's, please tell me that's not that, really viable. Peter.
1: I would be very surprised if it plays out that way. But there are reports tonight that that Manny's coming back, and I know for a fact that I reported it. A week ago Monday, eight days ago that there were factions at the university that have told Manny Diaz he'll be back and that he expects to be back.
9: They didn't say for how long. Maybe they meant like he'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> well, he
1: hasn't left yet.
9: True, true. Yeah, I don't want to hold everything up. I think that
1: I'll tell I'll give you guys another t- another tidbit. I heard that Rhett Lashley tried to take Garen Justice with him to SMU and that Garen Justice put that on hold and said no because he thinks they're coming back at Miami and he wants to stay at Miami. Oh my god. So we'll see. Everything can't be... It's not all going to happen. Somebody's going to be for disappointed. for
9: sure. I just hope it's the... uh Manny Diaz senior local government contract cronies who are disappointed.
1: Well, I can assure you that senior is working very hard behind the scenes trying to make this happen politically.
9: Yeah, Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know the nature of all that, even in the slightest. It's very disappointing because it just doesn't seem –
1: no, don't be disappointed till you see yeah. the end. You know, don't be disappointed you know, you, about. it. Yeah, I'm not rivers.
9: disappointed in. For sure, I mean, I, I'm that. I'm, I'm just saying, the fact that, like, to me, if if you're in a position where you're on the board, you're doing very well in life. You should be on the board to give something back. You have, you know, be kind of hokey about it. You have like a fiduciary responsibility to the university if that can be corrupted by some sort of outside political ties that have to do with your personal or professional life that, that is disappointing to me if that if there's traction to that even in a, even to a degree that's not large enough to to succeed and win the day it's just disappointing to me from a people perspective you know yeah
1: my advice would be just to stay stay level for now let it all play out I have a hard time imagining the University of Miami looking this fan base in the eye and saying we're staying status quo after all of this, after firing the athletic director, after going through uh, this exercise for the last week that's continuing through this week. I mean, I just, I have a hard time seeing the end game being, okay, we've decided to stay uh, status quo. But we'll see.
9: But we beat Duke, Gary. We beat Duke.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't be a smartass, Peter.
9: <laughs> <laughs> thank you You're very a much for, uh, for the know. time. <laughs> May, maybe a tad. Maybe just a tad. But, all right, hey, man, do you have anything else for tonight? Oh. No, no. I'll, I'll let the rest of the guys uh, do their thing. It's been some great calls so far. I always mm-hmm. enjoy listening to them all.
1: All right, man. Thank you for being part of the show,
9: cool. as thank-
1: always. Let's go to the seven oh six. You're live on King Sport Live.
6: Hey Gary, what's going on? It's your boy Sebastian.
1: What's up, Sebastian? You are my boy, man.
6: <laughs> we had a good we had a good dialogue last time. We were talking about the players that on defense when Mary heard that went to the NFL and stuff like that. That was that was a good dialogue. I got some good news, Gary. I was actually in Raleigh and I actually watched the Hurricane win a game. And two and a half years for the
5: first time. Good for you, you know,
6: man. For you. After, after after seeing them lose to Alabama and LSU and
5: Virginia
6: and Duke, uh, two years ago I was in Raleigh when I saw them lose against Duke with Jaron Williams. We had all, no offensive line. I think they had like 12 sacks. Um, it was good to see them win. It was good to see the energy, the way the guys played. I mean, they really, really did good. And, Talon Van Dyke, he really, really looks impressive. I mean you watch him during the game, I just I wonder what it's gonna look like with um you know, Garcia and Van Dyke and stuff like that. But it really looks good. Okay, so what I wanna to talk to you tonight is <clears throat> the reality of the fact is we have a coach that's coached three years and the average is seven and five. Okay. Duke fired their coach. Because he didn't win any games in the ACC, Duke, a seven, Duke being an average seventy five team every year, that coach probably keeps his job. But for Miami, that's just not who we are. You know, if we're yep. not a top twenty five, top twenty team, um, top fifteen, we really, really have to look ourselves really hard in the mirror. I don't think Manny's a bad coach. You know. But I don't know if we have four more years to give him to get us to that level. Oh, my God, no. If you look at all the changes, you understand what I'm saying? What I mean by yeah, that. Yeah, no, is you, you mean, don't
1: have four more years. So listen, the problem right. that Manny has is that he doesn't move the needle. He can't recruit well enough to move the needle. He can't coach well enough to move the needle. And if you can't move the needle, you can't separate from
6: the pack. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know. I guess what I'm saying is our brand of football and our program is not designed to be a 7-5, and 8-4 team. We're just not built that way. And college football doesn't accept it. it. really doesn't need us to be that way as well. That's like saying I can deal with Oklahoma being a 7-5, and 8-4 team. They're not going to do that. They'll make the changes that they need to make and go forward. We have a golden opportunity here. Um Mario can say no, and that's the thing that I wanted us to be prepared for. At the end of the day, it may not be about Miami. It may be he says no. All we have to do is we have to put our best foot forward, like we're going to get, you know, Nick Saban, we're going to get the best, absolute best college football coach out there for our program, and I believe that's Mario. But he can say no, you know. Yeah. Willie, we don't know that. You know, but I if mean, it gets
1: I mean, that far, no. and he says no, no, then I think it could go to Lane.
6: Yeah, I I, I think it, I think it can go to Lane. But if we go to Lane, we're still sending the message that we are just not a seven and five, eight and four program. You know, like I told you last week, the reality of the fact of it is, if we're a fourth, if we're a fourth and third, fourth and fourteenth and a couple of inches to being a 9-3 football team. You don't fire coaches 9-3. Does that make sense? You yeah,
10: know, I would you agree with you that. Don't fire, you, don't,
6: you, don't, you don't fire uh, Manny Diaz after he wins six games, eight games, nine games. You, you can't fire him. You know what I mean? Okay, but
1: here's the bottom line. You played eight ACC games, right? And seven mm-hmm. of the eight could have gone either way. Right. So – that's when some, lose some. And, yeah, you know, maybe you win one more than you lose or whatever, but that's when some, lose some. And that's where this program has been. And the only way that that changes, you have to be able to separate.
2: And,
6: and, 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 that's, and, that, and that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And um, that's, that's the hard call that they're going to have to make. But they could be doing everything they possibly do, and he could say no. And if they do, I still think they need to move in a different direction because even what I saw on the field, I'm like, as soon as I walked in the stadium, the guy's taking a kickback for a touchdown. That's our second one this year. Uh I'm going to say that again. That's our second kickoff return this year. We can't be a program to do that.
1: I think there's so few kickoffs Mm. returns in college football that it's hard sometimes for the the kickoff team to be really good at what it's doing. They don't get enough full-speed work at it. You don't get full-speed work in practice. Everything's walked through. And now you get into a game, and you hardly ever have to defend the kick because they're usually all downed. And now all of a sudden you are having to defend one, and you might not be great at it.
6: But Gary, let me just disagree with you. I saw what our kickoff coverage looked like. I mean, who's that number thirty-seven? He's like five foot five, starting yeah. on the kickoff team. I mean, and no disrespect to him, but I'm like, why? We 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 have most most of most of the folks on our kickoff teams are like safeties, wide receivers, cornerbacks. We used to have D linemen. I mean, Elijah Roberts used to play on it. We used to have linebackers on it. You know, I'm like, I don't. I, so they love to use guys. walk-ons
1: like, on the kickoff team. This has been going on for several years now.
6: Mm, I don't know, Gary. I don't know. We used to have some athletes. Sean Taylor started I agree, on, the,
1: on the kickoff team. I but I'm just telling you, 37 is a Gary,
6: walk-on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it again. Sean Taylor started on the kickoff team. Before yeah, he became F- an F- F- All-American. F- said, no stuff. doubt. He all started on the kickoff team. We need to get back to that level of being able to do that. So here's my thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, we have about four more days to find out which direction we're gonna go in. You know, I think we should know something, and we we should know something Friday night, Saturday morning. If Manny's still the coach Saturday morning, he's the coach. I mean, we just gotta just really, really get with it. As we look at recruiting and we get ready to the um, the early signing period or whatnot, which top four star, five star, you think we really really have a shot at with everything that's going on?
1: You're saying that they have a chance to
6: get? Yeah, we have a chance to get.
1: I don't think the door's shut with Shamar Stewart. I don't think the door's shut with Nigel E. Kelly.
6: You think the Saints is going?
1: Uh, I think he's going to Florida State, but I wouldn't be shocked if he, if he announced for Miami. Okay. <laughs>
6: Gary, when are you – you you talked on Matt this morning. You talked about how you and Matt going to be screaming. When will you get to that point where you realize that we screwed it up? What day – when is it going to be the time when you realize uh, we blew this one? When is that going to be? Is that going to be Friday? Is that going to be Saturday? When oh, I is don't that know. going to happen?
1: Let's just see how it plays out. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> be gloom and doom here. I still think it's going in a good direction. And, and until I see otherwise, I'm going to feel that way.
2: Well, anyway,
6: man, you have a good show. I finally got a chance to see the Canes win. I'm really happy for all the seniors. I really want us to win our bowl game. I mean, more than anything, I would love for us to be able to end up 8-5. and five. But if nothing else, I just want us to be able to see us win our bowl game. Do you think our chances are pretty good? Looks like we're going to the sun or the strike. Because I don't know if Rambo is going to play
1: playing that bowl game.
6: So I've heard both. going to be out of it.
1: I've also heard the Holiday Bowl. I mean, the Holiday Bowl in San Diego sent a rep all the way to Duke to attend the Miami game on Saturday, that's not a bowl game that's not seriously thinking that it wants Miami. Because why would you send somebody from San Diego to Durham, North Carolina, if you're not serious? Yeah.
6: Well, it'd, be, so, a it'd, be, a, it'd be a good game. Put some money it'd on the holiday bowl. Like... Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, Gary, you all welcome. Right, all right, time. I appreciate that. Appreciate Thank you, man. Everything. Thank you
1: for being part of the show. We'll talk to you next week. Let's go to 917. Um, You're live I on TeamSport Live.
3: Um, on
6: Hello?
1: Yep, that's you.
6: Hey, what's up, Gary? BK Hurricane.
1: What's up, BK? How you doing this week?
6: I'm all right, man. How's everything? How's it going with you? How was your Thanksgiving? Plugging
1: away, man. Anxious to see what happens here.
6: Yeah,
11: yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Uh Gary, the more and more you know I think about this thing, you know, it, it just seems like they're doing Manny a disservice here.
6: If they're really just going to just cut him loose, then just, you know, you got to at least tell him. But then you If they're going to do nowadays, it, they should do
1: it tomorrow. I agree with you.
6: Right, they need to do it. Uh there's you know, like you said there's a little faction thing, they told Manny he could come back, you know, and, you know, they probably have him believing that, and he probably went and told the coaches. So then now, even if Manny does come back, you're hiring a lame duck coach. Who's going to come? Well, here's the thing. If they
1: have to satisfy everybody, then they have to play this thing out, let the new AD be hired, and then it's the new AD's decision to let Manny go. And nobody can argue with that at that point. That's why you're hiring the guy. And I think that's why, right. you know, this is political, it's political, man. It shouldn't be, right. it sucks, but it's political.
6: Yeah, I hear you. you know, I mean, everybody's you not
1: the... agreeing on something like this.
6: Yeah, like somebody's going to be let down. Correct. Somebody's going mean, to be let down there's, and There's, there's three
1: scenarios. Away. There's Manny stays, there's Mario gets hired, and the third would be that it goes to a search. And maybe answered late right? And there's support all the for ones, all three of those.
6: Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible that there's support for Manny coming back. That that's the I mean it's par, partially due because of who his dad is, and things of that nature. But there, but he's done absolutely nothing to earn, you know, m- more time.
1: Well, but here's the thing, at a university. There's usually people that don't care about athletics. And if you're talking about spending $15, $20 million, there's going to be people that are going to balk at that. And they're going to say, we could build a building for that. We could can, we can fund cancer research for that. There's so many things that we could do with that $15, $20 million that's going to buy out coaches. I'm not well, saying where they- I stand on it. I understand both sides of it. Like, I understand the business side of it, too, and how important – that the image of Miami and that the brand is to the entire university, including how much money that they can raise for the hospital and things like that. So it's important. And this is a business decision at the end of the day, but I do understand where some of these people that have built half the university might be balking at the school spending money like that.
2: And again, for the people that
1: want to get mad at me, I'm not saying I agree. I'm saying I understand. I don't have to agree to hear a viewpoint and be able to rationalize it.
6: But why not spend the money now when it's cheap? Because tomorrow's price is going to be a lot more than today's price.
0: I don't know
1: about that. There's not that many guys that can command this kind of money. The the reason that the price has gone up the way it has is because there's so few guys that can command it.
6: But Gary, that's not true either. Because Mel Tucker didn't deserve what he got
1: for Michigan State. If they lost Mel Correct. Tucker, they they're nowhere. They're back hiring well. Jacks. And they, and they didn't want to go there. And, well. and Mel Tucker, at the end of the day, might be a Jack too. They don't know. But they know that he did a good job this year, and they're willing to make a bet on him going forward. Uh, if they didn't do that, they would have lost him.
6: But that's going to be happening all across college football. Liberty games – Yeah, days, but there's
1: not that days, many guys days. that – Had that kind of leverage.
6: But, Gary, it's not a matter. You don't have to be that guy. You just have to be that guy to your school. You just have to be valuable
7: to the school. Like,
6: for example, Mario's not the best possible coach we could hire, but he's the best fit for the University of Miami. He is our guy. So Mel Tucker was, you know, it's all about value to you. Hugh Freeze was worth 50 million bucks to Liberty. You know, you know, uh, Franklin was worth another seventy-five, eighty-five, whatever the hell it is he got. But are they worth that much on the open market? No, but they're worth that much to the universities that they're at. Right. So these Great guys point. are setting the price, and the price is an inflated price. It's an inflated price, and that eventually is going to have a trickle-down effect. So now, once these guys that are shouldn't be getting paid like Mark Stoops, another guy. He just got a huge freaking extension. Is yeah. he worth what is he worth what they what they're paying him? No. But that's yeah. the market price right now. I don't want to pay 200 bucks for a side of meat at Costco, but that's the price I got to pay it. So if you're so if you're in the University of Miami, pay it now because if you got to pay it tomorrow, it's going to be more. prices never come down. The prices are only going to go up for coaches, unless you're taking a chance on some FCS guy that you know, that has a high powered offense at North Dakota State or something like that, and you're taking a shot on him. but if you're taking anybody that had any form of experience in at the FBS level big Power five school, the price is six million seven, eight million bucks now. No more of that $3, $4 million nonsense that we – I mean, I can see that's the appeal of keeping Manny because well, you don't have well, to give him a what do you do Miami? You're not going to pay, pay Manny $8 million bucks. No, you don't. Where's he going to go? Where's Manny going to go? I know. Manny has no takers. At least Franklin had takers. Tucker had takers. Manny has no takers. You could keep Manny on the cheap. Where's he going? He has no leverage. What is he going to say? I'm going to uh, North Dakota. They'll tell him to go. They'll show him the door. They might even buy him the plane ticket. You know? Manny has no leverage. That's the only reason why I see we could keep Manny, because we could keep him on the cheap at the million million and hope that he makes something of himself. And then, you know, we'll give them those slow increments where we could avoid paying the nine, 10 million, nine million bucks, which is probably what it's going to take to get, uh, you know, Mario in here.
1: I still think there's going to be a change, but I think they have to appease the fiscally responsible side of the university. And they have to go through this A.D. search and they have they have to have the optics that the A.D. is making the call. That's my read right. on it. I'm an outside looking in. Uh, lens right now?
10: Well, regardless of how they slice it,
6: they're going to have to pay. <laughs> and the price is going to, and everybody's going to be upset about the price. But if you, but you got to pay to play, you know, you you got to pay to play. If you don't want to play, just, just get off the field. But if you want to play, this is the price. Right. This is the price. So University of Miami has to just step up, make a decision and do what they got to do. Now, when you see all these other teams, LSU, making big moves the way they made it, it's because they had good ADs working. They had a plan. Listen, if we don't get this guy, we're getting this guy. If we don't get this guy, we're getting this guy. They have a plan. It's like, okay, next, <laughs> next. That's, that's, this is what happens when you have a good AD, what, 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 what USC did, what, what LSU did. They, they made the move. because these, They were playing chess. They saw all these pieces just fall into place, and they just moved the next chess piece. Okay, Lincoln Riley didn't come. Who's next? Brian Kelly. Guess what? Brian Kelly came.
1: Until I'm proven wrong, BK, I'm going to tell you that Miami's playing chess, too.
6: Well, I hope so. I hope so. No one I is believe doubt they are. But the optics are. The optics are saying otherwise. Like, to just drag Manny along like this is... is but wouldn't
1: brutal. you have said the same thing at USC before yesterday? What's going on? We, we've been looking for a coach for two months, and we have nobody. Nobody had a clue like, no, that Riley was getting it,
6: ready to jump in no, the boat. I didn't say that about USC because USC but is you, USC. But you would
1: have. They were no plays.
6: Right. They were, they were playing chess, but they didn't keep a coach on the team and rumors coming out that there's a possibility he may stay. That's the difference. At least the fan base knew that they were working on something, and they were eventually going to work on something big, and they hit big. (laughs) They hit big. It's not like they kept Helton around, and everybody's wondering, hey, is he leaving? Is he going? What are they doing? Why are they playing around? Helton was gone. They knew. They knew USC was working on something. And go figure. They're there it was. It just took some time, but they got the guy that they wanted. They got that guy to not go to LSU. and I wouldn't be Great surprised. job by them. You, you
0: know, so hats off great job.
6: So. I'm just waiting for the Chip Kelly, um, if you know, Chip the drop now, because, <laughs> some, you know, he's a big-time coach.
12: And I'm pretty right. sure
6: he's not happy at UCLA. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to come calling, you know, the OU job is open. There's going to be a couple more jobs opening before this whole thing is said and done. Before this whole thing is said and done. But we'll see. But, Gary, as always, thanks
1: a lot, man. Appreciate it. All right, BK, thank you for being part of the show. 563-999-3550. 563-999-3550. Hit one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go to the 865 now. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
13: Hey Gary, what's up? It's James from Tennessee.
1: What's up, James? How you doing this week?
13: Oh, doing good, bud. You have a good Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. How about you?
13: Oh, had a great one, brother. Thank you. Thank you for asking.
1: Listen, I wanted to ask you weight.
13: something. What now? What now, brother? Said, I'm still
1: trying to lose the weight, but yeah.
13: I know, me too. I know, me too. It's so damn good. But it's worth it to spend time with the family and eat without all the craziness going on in the world. But anyway, brother, I I had a question for you, okay, because, you know, it it seems like here we are on the anniversary of three years ago with what occurred in that parking lot between Blake James and Diaz. And I guess my question to you is – if that had not happened okay obviously manny goes to temple and and i'm going somewhere with this so just give me a quick minute just to add because i really want your opinion on this and i know that there's a lot of factors and so forth but with like a gun to your head to answer this question if Manny had gone to temple would he still be the coach at temple and let's say miami had gotten mario three years ago where would miami be right now as a program considering everything else played out the way that it did with these other teams um, in terms of Clemson having kind of a down year this year. Would Miami be in the ACC championship game this year, in your opinion? I'll say 100%.
1: I'll say they would have been in it last year, too. I mean, you're talking about a guy that at Oregon, in the middle of damn nowhere in the Pacific Northwest, in a COVID year when nobody could even visit campuses, recruited the top player from nine different states. Now, you take a guy that can do that and you put him at Miami with all the talent in South Florida and you bring it all together, I think that answers your question.
13: Exactly, and that's my point, Gary. They can – I mean they can't. I mean, obviously they can. Look look what they've done before. The, the proof is in the pudding. Look what they've done before. And I want to give the benefit of the doubt that they are playing chess. I hope to God they're playing chess. And the reason why is because I want – there's an opportunity right now to take over the ACC. And hear me out, and I, maybe everybody else will think I'm crazy, but – I think OU is going to do anything they can to get Brent Venables away from Clemson. Now, if, he, if he's a career guy like a Bud Foster and he's happy there, good for him. But he cut his teeth there at Oklahoma, and they always said that the defenses haven't been the same since he left. And I guess my point is more than anything: if they bring him back, that's another chink in um say in in in, um, in Dabo's uh, Dabo's armor right there. I mean, he's losing another dude that's kind of masqueraded a lot of the things i'm not saying he's not a great coach i'm not saying that but i feel that they're starting to feel the attrition of losing the assistant saban hasn't felt that yet because he still gets the top guys but i feel that clemson's feeling that right now and my point is is that miami's got an opportunity with this hire and make the right hire i mean i'm going to be honest with you if i'm an lsu fan right now i ain't happy with that hire you paid 15 million dollars for that I mean, not that I'm I'm not trying to criticize Brian Kelly, and I don't know what the factors were at Notre Dame and so forth. I mean, they're damn lucky that they even had him, that he's done what he's done over there. But I just don't feel he's a fit for LSU, and I sure as hell would think Miami would never pay $15 million for a guy like that if they even had the money to throw around. There's so many names even in the NFL that you you could have gotten for that amount of money. Tell me I'm wrong, Gary. No,
1: I don't think you're wrong at all. I think you're right on everything you're saying.
13: I, and, and that's the point. Like, like like you've got to make this hire right. I mean, look at Virginia Tech's hire. No disrespect to that guy. And, and now there's even some talk that people were talking about how, you know, now Penn State's going to live to regret paying what they did James Franklin because apparently this guy Virginia Tech hired has been his right-hand man and made his defenses look good at Penn State and Vanderbilt. And now it's like, what are they going to look like without him? But that's my point. I know it's Virginia Tech, but I was expecting a little bit more of a splash hire than what they did. At this point, I hiring a defensive I, I guy like that.
1: I, I, I personally yeah. would have kept Justin Fuente over that.
13: Yes, absolutely. I mean, six years ago, if you remember,
1: coach Fuente was one of the hottest,
13: hottest names. Over a guy that, yeah.
1: <laughs> who's been a head coach for, what, seven, eight years now and had had success from time to time? Yes, I would yes and he was the hottest name
13: six years ago. He was the hottest name six years ago, Fuente was. Him and Tom yeah. Herman, now they're both unemployed. I mean, that's, that's, that's the nature of the beast. Maybe they made wrong decisions and things didn't translate from where they were at. Um, and, and, and truth be told, I, don't, I, I can't speak for Herman. I think that he would have done fine still at Houston or whatever, but you know, going to Texas and there was pressures there, that was, that was the issue right there. But, uh, but that's beyond the, the point. But back to Miami, I just feel, Gary, that they – I just hope to God they cannot – they can keep him, but why keep him at this point? You know, I I mean, I'm glad that the guys did great there at the end. And I was thrilled for Van Dyke and the freshman, and I was happy for Rambo and Harley to get the records that they've gotten. But my my point is, is that – what could we have done if all these guys had been contributing from the start and you know, you got kind of lucky you caught fire with it. And I know that that's part of the thing uh, of the, of the luck and the goal, but at the same time, it's so disappointing to know what this season could have been. Considering when you look across the ACC, we lost three games, Gary, by a combined eight points. And what, and one of which was to our main rival. And the sad part is we still finished second in the division in the, in the coastal. That's terrible. Like, that's that's awful to think about when you're looking at probably fourth or fifth in another division of the of the Power Five conferences at that record. And I just don't want to continue to be mediocre. This could be a home run hire, whether it's Mario, who I want it to be, and even if we have to settle for Lane, what a name to settle for, that it's Lane at that point, right. and he wants the job, and he wants yes. to do something great. Maybe he wouldn't,
1: but it would be exciting as hell to watch, right?
13: Yes, it would. Yes, it would, and he he would love it. He, he he's got. I mean, they're are two different guys. If you think about it, Mario's much more serious. He still gets his point across, but but he's. I mean, I, I'm looking at it like this, and I'm not going to compare it to these two guys. But um, I talked to Melvin Bratton last week, and basically, Melvin Bratton told me the difference of the staffs between, or the difference between the gentlemen, because he played under two staffs with Howard. It was very stoic, he was respected, he walked in. That's what you're gonna get with Mario, okay? That type of that type of authoritarian type of dude. No business, yep. Butch Davis type of guy. With Lane, it's going to be like Jimmy Johnson, a younger Jimmy Johnson type of thing, you know. And and that's and that's and, and but you can't go wrong with either of the two guys. That's the thing. I just here's the sad part. Like you've mentioned before, you could have had each of these two guys three years ago, and look where you're at right now. You're laughing at everybody else, and you're just making sure that you don't lose these guys to somebody else at this point, NFL or what have you. Now, I have a quick question, here because I know some other people have got to get on. Um, I thought that that was really telling what you what you said about how um, uh, Rhett was going to try to take Garen with him. I thought he was going to take Lykins, and he still might. Um, but my question to you is, um, I'm not sure who that stays,
1: and Lashley are as tight as people want to think they are.
13: They're not. Okay, I just wanted to make I don't know. sure. Okay, I don't
1: know that so they are, is what I'm
13: saying. Yeah, absolutely. And Likens, now, I,
1: if Manny sticks, oh, go ahead. Is going to try to get the OC job.
13: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, Well, and I guess my question to you is this, if, if let's say, I mean, there's so many factors and you probably would better be answering this, this question next Tuesday. I think you'd have a better answer for me than now, because there's so much still to kind of shovel through who would be calling the plays on the offensive side of the ball, regardless if Manny stays or is fired um, for the bowl game. Just curious.
1: I think it'll be like, for sure for the bowl game. But uh, going into next year, if Manny sticks, he's going to have a tough decision to make there because uh, he has said he wants to keep the system. He said, we have an offensive system now at the University of Miami. It's a spread offense, and I think that he is going to be inclined to keep that exact same system, and that means that he would be inclined to make uh, Likens the offensive coordinator.
13: Wow. Okay. And we talked about this last year. We talked about this. If Red had taken a job last year, that Likens could possibly be the offensive coordinator. Um, You know, if if Manny, you know, obviously last year they had a better record and Manny was going to stick around. So that could come to fruition if Manny sticks around. I guess my other question is, if Manny does stick around, whoever the AD is, And if they're really serious about committing to football here, who could you really get to be the position coaches or if you make upgrades all throughout the coaching staff that really is like a one-year rental? Because I'm really seeing uh, almost like a 2005-2006 thing when Coker got rid of some pretty serious assistants and brought in guys, and then everybody was gone and shown the door for the most part that following year when he was let go. And that 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 we're still feeling the effects of that. I feel um, that that type of a decision. Yeah. I, I mean, so yeah, I just if you're it's asking just, me who guess,
1: would be the offensive coordinator that, that if it if if it, if it's an import.
13: Mm-hmm, I mean, I would yeah, throw
1: out a name like yeah. Major Applewhite, but we don't really know.
13: Yeah, we don't. We don't. And I guess the last question I've got for you, Gary. I hope to God that anybody that is really, and I know it has to really depend on the hire and if Manny sticks around. But realistically, guys like Zion Nelson and anybody that's even on the fence of going to the to to the NFL or or thinks that they they're going to get drafted, there's no harm in coming back. Honestly, they could be a part of something special next year. And by special, I mean I think the league is going to be so down next year, even more so, especially on our side. and I don't know how many more years Mac Brown's got over at North Carolina, but I'm not really impressed with anybody else. Duke's looking for a new guy. We saw who Virginia Tech hired. You know Broncos, Bronco, and you know Pitt and Arduzzi's not a bad coach, but you know they're going to take a step back, losing all these six year seniors so my 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 question is is that that this is a, an opportunity for Miami one way or the other to at least finally win this sorry conference and maybe take a next step, but it all starts at the top, and that's 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 the most important thing right now, and hopefully we do get the answers in the next ninety six or you know however many hours in the front of us so yeah.
1: All right, James. Thank you for Appreciate being part you of brother. the show,
13: man. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: We'll talk to you next time. Let's go to the 904. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
13: Hey,
6: how you doing, Gary?
1: Doing great. Who's this?
6: Yeah, this is 240 from the message board.
1: Hey, what's up, man? What's up, of
6: All right. Yeah I, would, yeah, I was just thinking as I was listening to the guy's feet, you know, it's, it's just best for him to go, we've lost Lashley. And when you look at Miami from a 2022 20, standpoint, when you lose lastly, you lose 35 points a game. And now when you look at the defense that, that he runs, he's not going to be able to stop anybody. Because we're already looking at the fact that just on the defensive side on the ball, just on the defensive side, he needs to bring in about eight kids. You already need two defensive tackles that needs to come in, transfer in. You need two defensive ends that needs that needs to come and transfer in. You need two linebackers, and you need to me. You need two corner cornerbacks as well. Some may say you well you only need one corner, but I think we need two. So when I'm looking at this guy just on the just on the defensive side of the ball, you need eight guys. But based just based on this team, this 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 coach has been here four years and he needs like 13, 14 transfers just for us to put a decent team on the field in 2022. If he don't get these transfers in, forget about recruiting, because those guys making up. help or may not. But we need guys that can start for us and play for us immediately. If we don't get this, this 2022 season, we might as well get a new coach and just start over because we don't have an offensive coordinator. And Miami, just like Florida State too, Gary, Florida State and Miami, they've always gotten off on the cheap with coaches. Even when Bobby Bowden was at Florida State, they always got off on the cheap. They never paid Bobby. Bobby never asked for anything from Florida State. Never asked for anything. He
1: lived in a simple house in Tallahassee. He didn't really have a lot of expensive tastes and needs. And, yeah, they never had to pay him big. You're right.
6: They gave Jimbo a little bit. Won a national championship, gave him a little bit. But after that, they wouldn't give him nothing else. Miami and Florida State have always gotten off on the cheap. Uh, uh, great players was always the substitution for okay coaching at Miami and at Florida State. We can't do it anymore. When we played against Appalachian State, and this was mind-boggling for me, the three fastest players on the, on the field, was on Appalachia State team. The guy that ran the kickoff back, number 11, and the other fastest guy on the field was Number Two that plays on the other side of Num 11. The fastest players on the field, because uh, I think our running back wasn't playing at the time. He was, he was still suspended. But the fastest players on the field at Appalachia State, when we played them, they had the three fastest players on the field. We got to get better at, at, at speed. We, we got to get better at so many things. And I think that we need to just. Change places, just change. Now I'm gonna say this, and I'm in mind, Gary. When when Diaz was at, I think it was Texas, when he got ran out, and everybody always said, you know, we should we should have fought. I think we should have fought him somewhere mid season. Now what the coach at Texas did, he fired him the second game of the season. They won the first game, but the second game of the season when they played BYU, I think Tyson. Chandler, well, uh, uh, I'm the quarterback at New Orleans right now, was well, the quarterback over there at BYU. They ran for over 300, 400 yards. And one of the things that I've, I've always seen about the defensive front that we run, we cannot stop the run. We can't stop it. We can't stop it. He got fired. The man put him out of Texas. The sec- I'm talking about the second game of the year. The coach yeah. said, that's enough. That's enough. That's it. Because we can't stop. So what I'm saying, Gary, is that any time we play physical teams, Wisconsin twice, Alabama, it doesn't matter who it is. If they are physical, we won't win because we can't do be, not can't have even compete the against defense. Anybody good. Well, we we just can't. You, you know, we can't compete against anything with, with physicality. And so that's why I'm saying we just need to just cut cut bases with Manny. Man is a good guy, but by the same time, the defense—the defense that that he runs when when he ran it over there at, at uh, Mississippi State. The issue that the head coach was having with him over there, the middle of the field is wide open. So what I'm saying is that if the defense tackles and if the defensive end does not get to the football, the defense is fried. It's gone. That's it. So so you have you have to have a strong front front four. that uh, rather like You got average linebackers. I don't care whether or not you got average DBs. If you have a front four that can get to the quarterback, his defense works. If you do not have a front four that can get to the quarterback, his defense will not work. And Miami just doesn't have that. So, 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 so my thing is that we should cut ties. We got to get. We have the money to get Mario. They stack the chips. But 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 what people have to understand what Miami is doing is that they have to understand that Grandma has went up under the pillow, and she's got the money that we need. Nobody knew we had it. She's got the money, but they just can't give it. They have to see things. They have to watch things. They have to see this. This is the kicker. They have to see whether or not Bill Knight over there at Nike is going to dump stocks in this man's lap. If he dumped this stock in this man's lap. He ain't leaving.
1: Yeah, Unless people keep asking satisfied. me why don't I go from eighty percent to a hundred percent on my prediction on it's Mario. My stock, my it's because, because of Phil stock. Knight.
6: Phil Knight is getting ready to dump some stock. I'm not saying it's, it's going to be a good percentage. that's it's going to exceed the money that Miami can give him and Oregon at the same time.
1: Yeah, and, Miami and Miami Miami's not going to get in a bidding war like that. I don't believe they will.
6: And, and no, no, Miami can't afford to. But what I'm saying is this: If Miami want to give him eight million, Oregon, Oregon ten, the stock that he want to dump in Mario Lap, it'll be worth just that much. Both programs, just to keep him there. He has it like that, and so that's what we—that's what I'm thinking we're going to have to fight against. So we—we got to hope that he loves his mother so much that he wants to be around his sick mother. That's the only thing that Miami have have in their. Corner. I think
1: it's beyond we, that. You know, he's got kids that are growing up without their family around. You know, they're starting to get into their teenage years now. I, you know, if they come home, the kids can go to where he and his brother went to high school. Uh, I, I think he feels comfortable in his ability to recruit down here. I think Mario knows if he comes to Miami, he's going to take this program into the top ten very quickly.
6: He got to come home. He got to get home. He got to get home. We yep. need him home because what's well, going we'll see on if in they can Miami close, right now, man. is Manny?
1: They'll have a chance this weekend.
6: Yes, what's going on with Miami? You know, right now with with Manny, Manny just you know he just Manny just doesn't have the defensive front, you know, to, you know to help this program. Thank you yeah. Gary, for the call.
1: All right, man. Thank you for being part of the show. All right, let me start attacking some of these questions that were submitted on the message boards at canesport.com. dot uh, com. Given the last fifteen years, how can the old guard have any credibility regarding football at the school? Is serious about getting back to the top tier. You know, I think you have to understand there are people that don't care. As much as all of us care about sports and football, I think that there's a lot of people that don't. And they come at it from a different point of view. And, and I just – I don't think they could be disrespected. I mean these are the people – that have built the university, they've they've built the hospital, they've built the business school, they've donated for cancer research and things like that, and they think those things are a lot more important than athletics. And uh, Everybody listening to the show, for sure, doesn't agree with them, but that doesn't mean the president's office can disrespect them. And They have to feel like their voice is being heard, and this entire process has to be handled in a way that everybody feels it was equitable at the end of the day. And I, and I think that that's what Rudy Fernandez is doing here with, with uh, Jose Echeverria and the other people involved. And I think they're doing a pretty good job of it. Uh, the ACC Coastal Division is wide open in 2022 with Pickett, Howell, and Armstrong all gone. Uh, the emergence of TBD. Is Miami winning the Coastal regardless of who the coach is? Man, that's a tough question because we don't know who everybody's going to pick up in the transfer portal. Um, I can't tell you. I've studied who their uh, up-and-coming quarterbacks are to this point. I think that it would depend on what Manny Diaz was able to pick up in the portal. I mean, obviously, the, the offense should be pretty decent next year with TVD. I'm not convinced the defense is better. So we'll see. Uh, you know, More than likely, you're back in win-some-lose-some mode because I don't think the o line's going to be better either. And uh, I can't sit here and say that they're going to necessarily definitely win the Coastal, regardless of who the coach is. So that would be my answer to that one. All right, 563-999-3550. 563-999-3550. You hit the 1 on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go to the 504. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
11: Yeah, up, man. It's rolling from the Longest.
1: What's up, Roland? How you doing this week?
11: I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing good. Kevin, you know what? Uh, well, Mario, just Mario alone, paying him nine nine million dollars. The, the offensive of line is going to be a hell of a lot better. Would you agree with me on should. that? Should. Can I get? It's going echo. Yeah, I would. I would
1: say it should. It should be better.
11: I mean, he's okay. one of the best known the then- line
1: coaches in the country.
11: Correct. So that's 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 a plus one. Second, the relationships in South Florida also you just mentioned earlier that he was able to get nine recruits, top recruits all across the country. That's true, that's that's a huge bonus when you agree on that.
1: Wait, say, say it again?
11: Remember you said that he was able to at Oregon get nine players across the country yes. from different states. You know what I'm saying? To come in the top play player the in nine different Oregon. states,
1: yes. He was able to do that.
11: Nine different states. Nine different states. When you look at Manny Diaz, what, are they Are they even touching states? Uh, no, are, they're not
1: getting the top player uh, in, any uh, states, in any states, including Florida. Although, just, wait, that, I take that, that back. You know, some people would have said that Leonard Taylor or James Williams last year were the top player in Florida. But they're not going outside of Florida and being competitive for no. those players. It's a whole no. different level of recruiting.
11: Totally, totally. And then, who do you trust from a transfer portal, making assessing players and bringing players in? Mario Cristobal or Manny Diaz? Because you got when you look at the D line. I mean, you got yeah, you know, they give a lot of freshmen. I you got a hell, be hell of a lot of freshmen. But just like the gentleman spoke earlier. Man, we need we need depth on d line we need depth at corner uh i'm still not hundred percent hole on on receiver um, uh, they, they utilize the tight end it's a lot of different um um places within this within the team and that, that needs to be uh assessed and i personally believe that Manny Diaz is just not the guy for for that, and they, you know, with Mario, man, you know, he he brings that to to the table. Um, so my question is: they they play on Friday, correct? So
1: yep, Friday night.
11: When do you think? When do you think this whole thing will be wrapped up with the AD and have a coach? Will it be? Is it going to be done by? I
1: would Monday? like to think by the end of the
11: weekend. By the end of the weekend.
1: That
11: would okay, be my okay. prediction right now. Okay, and the if you if you had to do a prediction on, on a scale of one to ten, of Mario coming to University of Miami, what do you, what, what do you feel right now?
1: I'm sticking with eight.
11: Okay, and if Mario did come in, then not come in, what's your prediction with Lane Kiffin?
0: If
1: they fire Manny, I, my prediction would be that Lane would be the next guy up.
11: But I'm saying, somehow or another, let's just say Phil Knight throws a crazy amount of money and, you know, you know number of shares of stock of Nike and some, you know, Mario can't ref- uh, refuse, and then they bring the new AD and uh, they they got to go with <laughs> Lane Kiffin over yeah. Uh,
1: I, I think he'd be next up, and I think he's counting on that. <laughs> From what I hear, yeah. he's just sitting there in Oxford right now, waiting. He's got he's got his and, popcorn machine humming morning, afternoon, and night. He's just chowing down on some popcorn and waiting for all the shoes to drop.
11: And and I'm, I'm just looking at, looking at the defense, man. I, can can you say one game this year? I mean, what shit damn two or three years that you could actually see. You see the improvement from, you know, leadership, uh, tackling. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's been repetitive constantly. Why do people think from the higher higher up it's going to be anything different than what you've been seeing? I don't seeing believe
1: they do think that. I
11: Something think they just have
1: to appease the people that don't want to see the University of Miami spend the kind of money that they're going to have to spend we are talking about
11: that kind of money—eight
1: million a year for a football coach. After you've spent fifteen, twenty million to get them into town, it's a lot of money. And some people are like puking at that a little bit. So they got to work through all revenue, that.
11: How, how much revenue will a football team bring in when they start winning and winning, going into bowl? I,
1: I don't have an accounting statement on that.
11: Gotcha. I
1: but you. I do think that a good athletic director would come in and make the money back very quickly.
11: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, man, just put me on hold and I'll be curious to see what happens on uh, next week. And I'll definitely call in on Tuesday. Good,
1: thanks day for in. being part of the show. Another question from the message boards. Could you see Miami giving Mario a 10-year, $100 million deal? I think it's more likely to be... $8 million a year, regardless of how many years it ends up being, than, than $10 million a year. Because I think that one of the main considerations of a Mario Cristobal to Miami situation would be that there are ample funds available for all of the things that you need in a football program, the fund recruiting and, 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 and staffing and things like that. And I think that would be equally important to Mario Cristobal. Let's go to the seven eight six. You're live on Kane Sport Live. G man. Yes, sir.
6: What's happening? This is your homeboy Flex. Glad I got in tonight.
1: What's up, my man? How you doing, Flex?
6: I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, a uh, lot of good calls tonight. Uh, Steve and the guys calling in tonight, and uh, we I keep hearing a lot of questions from the fans about you know why is it like this and why is it like that and why don't they do this and why is USC and LSU move like this? And it goes back to a conversation I had with you about two months ago, and this is to, you know, all of the guys that are on the message boards. I don't know why we're not paying attention to this. Did you see the president of USC and the president of, of, of LSU, did you hear the speeches that they made when they got their hires, Gary? And even even the guy in Florida, did you hear the speeches? Well, here's my point. The point is, and I brought this up to you about our president, who you're these two guys, I don't know why you're in love with them, uh, Ed and, and Fernandez, they don't know shit. I, I, I think football. they're doing a
1: good job navigating through all this.
6: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm sure you do. I don't know why. You've been around the program as long as you have. I don't, sometimes I don't understand you, Gary, because I know how long you've been around. I know I, I have friends that are your friends that are on the board. Period. Right. No bullshit. And it's like, and it's like, I don't understand sometimes when you. Anyway, moving on. What, what I'm saying is, uh, so, I
1: mean, you, you got a lot of guys flex that just don't, that just are never going to agree with each other. No, no, no. I, I, and, the, never, and these you know, guys why, and the president get, have to navigate get, through that and and get, exit out get, the back door with uh, everybody get, having a fairly good feeling about what's going on.
6: And let me get to the reason why. The reason why is because what I told you about two months ago, culturally, 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 we, our people don't get it. And they don't get it not because they're incompetent not because, or not because they're not intelligent. They're very intelligent people in what they do and where they come from. We have a president, I said this to you two months ago, and it matters. And it's just cultural. It's, I'm not, I'm not you, know, making any, you know, trying to make any fuss. He's from Mexico City. He grew up on soccer. Nothing's wrong with that, nothing at all. But culturally, he no matter how, how hard he tries, he, can't, he won't get it. He, it's just like me. It's like me or you going to Mexico City trying to get the passion, the importance of, of soccer or something like that. It ain't going to happen. And the guys around him, Echevera and Fernandez, they're not much better. Go look at their Google profiles. Look at where they come from. They never played sports in high school. They probably never even went to a homecoming. And people, this stuff. They're business guys. They're not athletes, guys.
1: They're business
6: guys. Not only are they just business guys, because you can have business guys, Gary. Like those guys at OU, those presidents at OU and Ohio State and Georgia and USC, they're business guys. But they have the football cultural experience as babies. Their fathers had it. Their grandfathers had it. It gives you a different perspective on making decisions. These decisions have nothing to do with because you have a company that makes a billion dollars a year. That just means you're a good businessman. Nothing to do with football. The reason these things are happening so fast at USC, Oklahoma, LSU, because those are those people understand the culture. Our entire board, and one of your friends told me this, are lost is what they just he just told me this two days ago. And he's on the board. He said they're lost. He said they're lost. If I ever see you in person, I'm going to say, Gary, that's me, Flex. Your friend is such and such such and such. And that's who told me that. I'll say it to you in your face, straight up. He said they're lost. And you know why they're lost? Not Because they're not intelligent. They're intelligent in what they do in their business. But their they're, 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 they're parents are foreigners. They're, they may be foreigners. They're not into the culture of football. There's no way we should be even discussing or it should even be out there a little bit that Manny Diaz might break, might be brought back. Why? He should have never been hired, like you said a thousand times, Gary. But you know why we're going through this? Because our administration, my people, all of the all of the people that are listening, our administration are they don't get it. They won't get it because of that's just where we are here in Miami. You know, seventies and eighties, and that thing spread out into the nineties and tripping into the early two thousands. It was a slightly different culture on that board slightly different culture at the top as the president. Once Shalala took over, she falls into that category also. You've seen the decline of the program because in major college football, it has to start at the top. Moving on, Gary, I hear you talk about the athletic department, and you said that Alonzo didn't have the uh, – he might lose the job, or he might lose out on the job because he doesn't have the experience of, you know, administrative work. If that's the case, why the hell they hire Manny Diaz? This guy had no reason at all to be even considered a University of Miami football coach. None whatsoever, not one. But now we got people saying that Alonzo doesn't have this, that, or the other. This is what Alonzo has, and what you say he has. This is all that matters. Alonzo has the ability to bring the football program up. When you bring the football program up, all the other programs benefit. All that other shit—basketball, foot, or volleyball, baseball—that shit ain't nothing without a, a thriving football program. If you've got a thriving football program, ain't nobody even going to give a shit about that shit over there because we're going to be throwing money at it to make it work, and we'll figure it out. Get a foot. I would put Alonzo in there, and I agree with you. He doesn't have administrative experience in certain areas. But what he does have, and you agree with, you agree with me, is football knowledge. He will bring the football program up. Bring that up and everything else will fall in line. But, man, I'm going to hang up, Gary, and I'll say it to you again. The problem with us is cultural. We have too many people on the board that just don't get it and they don't care. They don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to them because, like I said, they grew up in a household with probably, you know, I don't know what, they were probably in badminton or they were doing this and doing that. Those guys (laughs) up in, those guys at the, Gary, it's so important. Those guys in LSU, Georgia, USC, Oklahoma, Texas. Those people grew up in football communities all around the United States. Their fathers grew up. They went to homecoming football games. Like this stuff sounds minute, but it culturally it is it is very important when you get to the top. And now you have to make decisions about this stuff. What the hell is who your friend? Who the hell is who your friend? How is he gonna guide? This? How is he gonna give any good leadership to the football program? How? He's That's not, and For he's Man not Man even Man.
1: trying to. But don't you think pretty much every university in the country has a segment of its population that are academicians that don't give five flying diddlies about bad athletics? I don't think the University of Miami is unique to that. I think you could go to any Man, university said, and find uh-oh. that. Gary,
6: Gary any of those schools that I named you, any of those blue bloods, Texas, USC, Oklahoma, Alabama, anything in the SEC. Anything in the SEC, more than half of the Big 10, uh USC out west, um probably pro- USC definitely, um um half probably all of the Big 12, even though it's it's not a great conference, they they're football crazy. All of the Big 10, all of the SEC all of those people on those boards, Gary, if they ain't with the program of football, they get to the fuck they get to the back of the bus. You can believe that. But I think it's far Gary, you have to look at you have to look at the region of the of the country these people grew up in. You grew up in any of those parts of of, of the United States, football is life. It's just what it is. I mean, you, you, you can also be a great CEO, a great businessman at, at Ohio State. But when you grew up as a child your, and your father, football was life. And guess what? When you get to those type of schools that have those type of national championships like Miami has, if you didn't grow up in, and you know about football, you're going to know real fast, football is life here. We are a five-time national championship school. Five times. We played in ten. We have the third or fourth most Hall of Famers. We have the greatest team to ever uh, uh, lace up and play on a football field. This is football royalty, and you telling me that you can't see that the reason they don't treat it like as such is because it's cultural? It's strictly cultural. It has, bro, we have, we have more national championships than LSU. We have more than a, 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 a bunch of these from Georgia. But look how they treat their, their football compared to us. It's only because of the culture. It's nothing else. These people don't get it. They don't get it, and they won't get it. Because of th- that's just their background. That's what it is. Fernandez, Echeverra, uh, 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 and, and the, and, and, and the uh, president. What's his name again? Julio Frank. Julio Frank. What kind of leadership we got? ain't got no leadership. Our I heard Rudy
1: Fernandez football, grew Gary? up going to Miami games. Like, I don't think oh, he's, like, maybe. totally foreign to the importance Gary, of Miami football.
6: Gary, maybe not, Gary. But you get my drift. And there's no way you've been covering this stuff as as long as you have, and the guys I know that know you talk about you when I, you know I tell them I'm on your program and shit. there's no way you can't see it. Maybe you don't want to say it, and maybe you feel like it's politically incorrect, which is not because I'm what well, no, no, an you're of... saying flex. of course, but but I can, but
1: I can also agree with you and understand a different viewpoint, which is what I'm able to do. I'm not saying I agree with it or disagree with it. All right, man, and Hey, uh, the, yeah. thanks for the call. Give us a call next week, all right? All right thanks. thanks, Yep. All right, this is interesting. Jersey Shore Kane on the message boards at kanesport.com is challenging me in consecutive posts here. First, he wants me to name one redeemable quality that Manny Diaz has to continue to coaching at the University of Miami. I mean, if I had asked answer that question, it would be the the grip that he has on the locker room, the, the the fact that those kids play incredibly hard for him every single game without exception, and sometimes it's better than others. Sometimes they play hard very poorly, <laughs> but uh, you don't see these kids quitting. You see them engaged, and and I don't think that that's to be taken for granted because you see something different at a lot of other places. And then he says, make the case for Manny Diaz to continue as coach at the University of Miami. Man, I you know, I would I would include what I just said and I would say that if I had to make a case it would be that he's only had 3 years and that he did show improvement in the second half of year three, as marginal as it might have been, they still were just winning games by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Chin. And somebody who's pushing for Manny is going to say, you've got to give him a chance to see what he can do in year four. I would argue probably that I appreciate everything Manny accomplished second half of this year, but I think the sample size is big enough that this is what you're going to get. Win some, lose some, middle of the pack – no separation. Can't recruit well enough to get separation. If you wait now, another year, you might pay for with it for two more years on the other side. You know that would be the other argument that I think could certainly be made. Let's go to two five six. You're live on k Sport Live.
7: Hey, what's going on, Gary?
1: Doing great. Who's this?
7: Oh, this is Warren from Alabama, man.
1: What's up, one? How you
11: doing? Doing all right,
7: man. I just wanted you
6: wanted to call in and let y'all know that uh my sister in law's baby cousin Tracy said that uh Mario Cristobal is gonna be the head coach next week. All right, keep me on hold. Hurricane for life.
12: <laughs> all
1: right, man. Thanks for the call. Let's go to the two three nine. You're live on King Sport Live.
12: Hey, Larry. How you doing?
1: Doing great. Who's this?
12: This is Joe from Fort Myers.
1: What's up, Joe? Talk to us. What you got?
12: Well, man, I want to compliment you first off, you know, build you up before I beat you down. Um, All right. You guys have been doing a lot of things, man, not with the NIL, but your morning show with with Matt, you guys like feed off each other. Great little dynamic that you guys have. It's just, I look forward to it every day and I appreciate you guys doing it, so kudos to you as well, well as you, the Kingsport Live that I've been listening to years so I appreciate the work that you've been putting in man
1: not a problem at all and I hope you watch the Lamar Thomas show on Wednesdays that's usually pretty lit
12: I do I do sometimes I do, I do and I love it when Bruce comes on I'm sorry
1: I know it's a long show
12: it is at times, but it's entertaining. It's entertaining, and, you know. And I like it, Lamar. And I wouldn't, Lamar. You know, I wouldn't mind if Lamar takes a bite of a chicken wing once in a while now, because he's licking his lips and it's right next to him. I know he's smelling it. So it's it's it's, 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 it's. You're, you're doing, you're doing a good job, and we appreciate it, man.
1: Mom gets mad at him for doing it. She'll lecture him.
12: What, what do you think about it?
1: I don't have any problem with Lamar eating chicken
12: wings. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking his lips. There you he go. can do whatever he wants. Hey, I wanted to talk to you. I'm sorry? He, Lamar can
1: do whatever he wants as far as I'm concerned.
12: It's his show. It's his name. Yep. So last year, what, what, what did you predict, Gary, of how we were going to do this year? What was your season prediction? What was your uh, uh, our record? What, was, what did you predict I for our that record? I thought
1: they could win nine. Uh, they only won seven.
12: Okay. Now, grading, grading the, you know, 9 and 7, I mean, 9 wins versus 7 wins. Big difference. A couple of balls, you know, left or right being kicked or, 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 you know, ball bouncing in our way. We could have made 9, no?
1: Yeah, and they also could have ended up with 5. It could have gone in either direction. Okay,
12: but true, true, true. But let's look at, the, you know, the glass half-full. If we would have ended with a 9, if the balls would have bounced our way, but the outcome, the only difference is, is the wins, the yardage, you know, the, 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 the poor lost carries and, and everything, the way that it all turned out. If the ball bounces our way and we ended up with nine wins, would you retain Manny?
1: I think he would have been retained. I don't think what I think is is relevant.
2: Uh, Listen, I I like Manny,
1: but I also understand that Manny's not creating that
8: separation that I'm
1: talking about that Miami football needs to go to the next level. I don't think he's capable of doing it. I don't think he's capable as a recruiter,
12: and I don't think he's capable as a coach. The coaching is a big thing. Because coaching comes with you know, not only what you do on you know, the, the live games and the decision-making during the games, because that, that, that's vital. and That comes with experience, and we all know that he's lacking from that. He's learning on the job, and, and we don't have to talk about that. But the development aspect of things, making people better, you know, impacting them not only physically, mentally, you know, uh, whether in, not only in the school books, but as an individual, as a football player, as, as a position player. He's been responsible for the middle linebackers since day one. And we've been lacking in that area. Thank God for three freshmen from the very beginning. Besides that, that was it. So the development aspect of things is really a concern as far as Manny. So let me not, let me not beat up Manny anymore because everybody knows his downfalls and pitfalls. I believe that crystal ball is our end goal. If not, I think it was a total failure. It's like, you know, playing, you know, I'm all in, I'm all in on Mario. And I think us as, as a university, I would imagine that we're all in. Cause if we're not, I think this will be a total disaster. And the compensation prize would be what Manny Lane Kiffin yep. would be acceptable. But that's been pretty hush-hush, and, and I'm not familiar with all his off-the-field antics. I know he loves Twitter. I know he's kind of a young guy, and, and he does kind of things kind of crazy, and he makes little comments on, uh, on on Twitter and so forth. But besides that, you know, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with Lane Kiffin. What's the negative side on Lane Kiffin? Because there's a lot of pluses in my eyes besides no defense, but his offense looks really good.
1: Yeah, That's I mean he's he's fine, but he's a gamble. He he's he's flamed at almost everywhere he's been. If you're going to spend fifty million, but he did pretty 50
12: well. The, fifty million, beating, seventy
1: I mean, million. He's a big risk.
12: Okay, so if Mario is is not number one. Oh, he's number And we waited so long. USC. I'm sorry. He's number one. Okay, so Mario is number one. And if what happens if we don't land Mario? So Lane Kiffin number two, maybe?
1: I think Lane Kiffin would be number two. And if
12: you get to now, number three, negative, in my opinion, off, off the field? you're
1: better off keeping Manny and taking a look again next year. Because...
12: So Manny would be your number three? With the body of work that he has provided?
1: I think if you hire a coach and you're talking about having to make a five-year commitment to somebody that isn't a number one in your mind, I would punt for a year. That's me. I'm not saddling myself with another four or five years of, of an average coach. But that's me.
12: Not to reproduce the, the, the recycle effect, what, what you know, the same cycle we've oh, been into. If you're been, going to be average, you might as well
1: be average with somebody that you could cut loose after next year. Then be average with somebody you're tied to for another four.
12: And not what, knowing if they can take you damage, out of it or though? not. What do you think the damage of, of the recruiting aspect of the things and, and, and the transfer portal and the negativity. I mean, you know how Miami fans are. I happen to be one, and and I'm pretty rough on my team. You know, I love them extremely hard, but I also give them lots of rough love, extremely hard. And the expectation is there. And this has been this has been 20 years. And I'm, I'm an older guy, so I, I was I was there for the heyday. You know, my kids have never never known a winning Miami team. They're being ridiculed you know, due to the fact that they're Kane fans only because their old man is a Kane fan. It was back in my day. But I think it's time. I think it's time for the university to step it up. And I think if we
14: don't land Mario,
12: I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, if you read the tea leaves, and I'm a junkie, man. I, I go, you know, I, I cheat on you, Gary. I not only like pay for your site, I pay for, you know, 247 and, and some other sites. And I listen to all the podcasts. And, This is what I consume. I consume everything, not being from – I mean, I'm from Miami, but I'm not living in the Miami area, even though it's only 90 miles away. But it's still – it's far from Cuba, but it's also far from the Naples, Fort Myers area for me. So I, I I don't digest it as much as possible, and everything over here is Florida State and gators. So I consume everything I possibly can. And I hear a lot of different things, and USC is making the move, and, and you guys t- you know, discussed everything about with the other schools. But I'm legitimately, you know, I'm, I'm concerned, truly concerned that it's Mario or bust. And I can understand well, let's that. See if
1: they, let's see All if right, it man, ends up, man, man, the bust let's, part of that ends up being irrelevant.
12: Well, no, if no, it, no. It, it, it's like it, leaving a party and then you end up with a fat girl. You know what I mean? yeah, well, like yeah they, it's yeah, it's they can't it's let, fun let that awry, happen, but you just don't want your friends to see you on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they can't let it happen. Okay. So we'll see. All right. Well, and if they do let it happen, we're all going to be sitting here screaming together a week from now.
12: We will. And one last comment 100%. about the whole thing. If you if you take out the injury out of all the, you know, from the starting lineup from the beginning of the year. If you take out injury all of our youngsters that have replaced the existing players, it was due to injury, not because of, of them being picked over them. So I think the injury thing is might be like a little bit of a crutch. You know, I would love to find out what's going on with Al blades. I mean does he have a true ailment or was it what was was I think he had a hernia from COVID? So from COVID and then he had a hernia. Remember, because he has yeah, COVID he for had a couple hernia. of times, and then.
4: okay. But here's. All right, Gary. We'll will keep up the good work, bro,
1: Manny, and, I, and I know people like like to point to the young players, but I don't think you could assume that those young players were ready to play early in the season against Alabama and Michigan State. Yeah, I
12: think that's a bad. Um, yes, yes, it might be right. You, you might be right. You know, I'm I'm from the old school. Like I mentioned, I'm a little bit older. You know the way it's 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 you know the way that I've been always taught. You want to learn how to swim, you got to get wet. You got you know you got to get wet. Throw your ass in the
5: pool.
1: Yeah, but and if you're Manny Diaz to... and everybody in town's ready to fire you, you're not in a hurry to do that. You're 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 more likely to put the guys out on the field that you think know what they're doing. The problem that Manny ran into is those guys didn't play very well this year.
12: Yeah, Bubba yeah. Mold and Gervin, Hall. They didn't play very well. You know. I mean, Maybe they just excelled in practice, and the youngsters didn't. I, you know, maybe the youngsters weren't excited to practice, and the old guys were. I just—you got to see that, that that talent shine through. Um, you can see it, can't you? When when they get on the field, or or, or is playing a game that much different. When yeah, you know, I know practice and
5: practice, practice.
12: Or, you know, Iverson with the whole practice thing, but. Yeah, he's, but when you ask, when you add through the speed these and the guys, of you to day, day Taylor, he's, and he's and pal- You with... can't stand next to Taylor and not know he's talented. Gary,
1: I mean, it's different.
12: Okay, you know better than I do. You've been in, you've been around it. Different. I longer, mean, it's just different. You know, and I'm if you're a young kid that it right. doesn't
1: really know yet what you're doing, and you don't really know the playbook, and now you're having to make snap decisions out there in front of 60,000 people. And if you make a mistake, it might cost your team a game. That's a lot for young kids sometimes.
12: You know. You know better than I do. You know, you've been doing this. I'm just a fan, man. I'm just a fan. I just want my team to get better. I know. You know, but I appreciate the work that you're doing. Very entertaining, man. That's why, you know, I listen to you. I watch you. I read you. So keep up the good work, you know. Thank you. Dude. We really, and, uh, really appreciate you and Give Matt a you little break every else. once in a while. Give us a call right, next thanks. week. Well, I appreciate the work. All you right, got buddy. It. Give us a call next week. Thanks
1: for the call. Another question from the message board at canesport.com. Nunez, Eddie, the AD candidate. There's rumors that he got a second interview recently, which I believe could be true. What's the likelihood of a Nunez-Zo team, if Nunez is the guy, and he could be, a guy that spent, I believe, 17 years at LSU in seven or eight different positions before he became the athletic director at New Mexico, where he's been for seven years. Certainly not a big football school, but this is a guy that does have administrative experience. I absolutely... Could see them taking a guy like that and pairing him with Alonzo Highsmith as a number two in charge of football. No doubt about it. I do think that's a live possibility. Um, how many times is he going to be interviewed? I mean, I would think if he's been interviewed twice, that should be enough. But we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go out to the seven two seven. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
14: Hey, Gary. Who's this? Gary, this is Jake from St. Pete. How you doing today?
1: What's up, Jake? How you doing this week?
14: Doing good, doing good. Yeah, I missed uh, half the show last week. We were at a uh, party, and sounded like you had some good stuff, so it was a little bump that we missed but this week. Is, uh, they're really at that, uh, you know, like listening to the show – I I usually try to get on a little earlier, but, uh, um, you know, it seems to me like everyone is, you know, we're we're around Christmas time and it's like uh, everyone's waiting for Christmas and they're worried that, uh, you know, they're going to get a real shitty gift this year. (laughs) And, 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 you know, it's just like every year, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm, I'm, well, you know me, I call in, I'm, I'm usually fairly optimistic or whatnot, but it's just like, you know, the longer this drags out, I I, I'm, I'm reading what you're saying. And I, you know, I get what you're saying to a degree, but you know, is there ever any feeling around this program or or not the program, but the school, you know, you keep saying there's this old guard who's like, Oh, we got to use our money perfectly and wisely. Like, A, big companies or big organizations like that waste money all the damn time. Uh, They're they're full of fluff and nonsense and garbage. But B, that school exists because of the football program. That school was nothing like it is before this this football program put them on the map. It was Suntan U. You know, locals went there. I got to say it was like a trash school, but it's not, you know, they didn't have a – $2 $2 billion medical center and uh, uh, all the other stuff. Like their law school wasn't what it is today. Their medical school isn't what it is today. It's because of the, the football program. Got the whole country wanting to go there. That got everyone excited about it. I'm from Chicago originally. Like, you know, not, the only reason I know about Miami University is because, uh, because of the football program. Otherwise it's a small private school in the city of my or not even Coral Gables. Like, so, you know, I mean, I, maybe it's time to pay the piper, you know, maybe it's time to, to find it And I hope, you know, that's the report. And, uh, you know, I believe everything you're saying that they're doing their due diligence, but it's just like, I don't know. I, this whole thing with with the, the politics and Manny Diaz, just it's a really bad take. Cause it's, it shouldn't be like that. I, it, I'm not even talking that we need to be in the the hunt for national championships in a year or two or three, whatever. But, you know, pay it back a little bit. That, that football program built a lot of those buildings. That football program put money into the school's coffers for so many years. And maybe not in the way of, you know, I mean, a lot of athletic programs lose money or they, you know um, – the, the, they're they're not uh that profitable but the the amount of profits generated from all the buzz they get from all the it's one of the most recognizable brands and in, in all of athletics like that that's worth something it's worth a lot actually and and I just don't think that ever gets like fair shake well i mean you're right you're right jake
1: and and one of the questions that I'm being asked on the message boards is pertains to coaching salaries and, and what's gone on in the last week and why these coaches are suddenly making so much money. And I've thought about it. And if you, if, if you rationalize it and say, what does a university do that captivates the entire community where it resides, captivates all of its, all of its alumni, brings 60, 70, 80, 90, a hundred thousand people into a stadium six times a year, what does that more than football? And the it's is nothing.
14: Exactly. Like, you know, look, they've so, got a good medical school, but there's no one rallying around the medical school. Like, right. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe some people are, like, at the top of the class. But even at that, the more people that apply, the better the pool is. And that's what raised that program is that so many people in the 80s and 90s and even in the 2000s were applying there. They had way more applications than people they could take. And it rose it from just an average, you know, run-of-the-mill uh, Catholic uh, university to a, a national prominent school. um it, that was the football program that did that. It wasn't anything else, and and so it's like you know, yeah. Now you're you're dipping into the coffers a little, but but pay it forward, like like and and have the vision to see what it could be, and, and and that it did that before it can do it again. Maybe not to the to the you know I, I'm I'm the first one who says I don't think they can be an Alabama type or a Miami in the '80s, but get it to respectability where everybody's rallied around it. And uh, I guarantee that pays off in droves. It's it, it, it proven it before. It, it'll do it again. Um, I, that brings me to like the the, the whole thing with Manny Diaz because my my concern is is like right now you've got momentum on the side of making a change or at least the, the appearance of momentum. I you know I'm I'm after. I mean I, I've been a fan since the eighties when I was a little kid, but uh um, you know, in the last twenty years, uh, we we pointed more times than not. In fact almost every time they make a decision like this. So I'll believe it when I see it. But the the momentum appears to be that way. My my concern is is if you bring Manny back What's to say a year from now all this kinda of dies out. Manny is the king of the off season, so he makes some big splashy moves, hits up the portal, gets the hype train going again and you know, maybe the fans aren't fooled, the diehards, uh you know, like us following the program all the time. But, you know, the, the, the higher ups and everyone, Oh, there's momentum, there's excitement even though it's it's BS and then you got an empty stadium again next year. But what concerns me even more is <laughs> the schedule next year is, is just as easy as could be. I mean, Clemson's down, they're losing half their defense. The, the one good thing about the ACC Coastal this year was they had a lot of really good quarterbacks. Those guys are all gone. So what happens when Manny Diaz goes nine and three or 10 and two on a powder puff schedule next year and then we all know it's not accomplishment it's not like the needle got moved anywhere it's just you know a weak year you got two uh you know the, other than texas a and m they got nobodies on their out of conference so that's three wins and then all they got to do is win you know six more games on on a m- not even tough schedule that's very accomplishable, even even with, by Manning's standards. Um, you know, and a couple of those field goals go his way. And then next thing you know, he's getting a three-year contract. But our recruiting's stuck in the mud. You know, we lose out on Brandon Ennis, We lose out on Jalen uh, Brown and, and all the others in the area. And we still have no presence outside of anywhere. I mean, we're we're just stuck in the yeah, mud again. We'll probably, your
1: point, Jake, is that this could go on like this forever, and you're right. It can.
14: Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and that's why it's just like to so me. They got to gotta man, they gotta man
1: up and decide what they want to be. That's the bottom line.
14: Yeah. And I'd like the transparency, just so as a fan,
0: <laughs>
14: excuse me, I can, I can be in the know. Let me know if you guys want to be marginal. If you want to be mediocre that's fine. I'll probably be a mediocre fan. I'm not going to renew my tickets. I'll go to a game or two every year. I'll enjoy that time probably as part of a vacation. But let me know, because it's like if you're not committed, why should I? I'm ready to renew my tickets. You make a move. I'm ready to make a donation. I'm ready to pay twice as much for my season tickets. You'll have to pay Mario $10 million a year or $8 million, whatever it is. I'll pay it. But I need to see that commitment. Otherwise, it's like you know, why should I? What? What's? If you're not committed, why? Why do I keep banging my head against the wall and and saying you know, prove me wrong when all you do is just do the same thing? You know, crazy. Anyway, I'll let you go, man. That's just my two cents. Let's hope for the best. Just let's, uh, let's hope next week we're celebrating. That's uh, that's what I like. Uh, all right, thanks. You know, okay. Next Tuesday Talk we're all going nuts. All you right, my it. friend. Take it easy.
1: Five six three nine 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 three five five oh five six three nine 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 three five five oh you hit the one on your keypad. If you want to come on the show, let's go to the eight five zero you're live on Kane Sport Live.
10: Hey how's, How you doing tonight, Gary? This is Travis. Hey, what's up, Travis? Talk to us. Uh, another day, another day, man. I, I don't know. I'm I'm one of the fans that's growing uh, increasingly frustrated with this whole situation. I guess my message to uh, any new AD that's coming in, is uh, if you want to lose the fan base day one, go ahead and retain Manny Diaz because we'll be done with you immediately. We we don't care. Like you, you got to put your big boy pants on. You got two options, and that's it. You better go get them two options. One of them, figure it out. Do whatever you got to do because you bring Manny back. Just listen to tonight's episode. No one's coming. No one's giving money. There ain't no hype train for nothing. Come on, we're, we're looking at okay. The only reason we won five the six games, besides you know discovering uh, Tyler Van Dyke, is our offensive coordinator. Well, he ain't there no more. He did a good job. <laughs> and the you're telling half me we're he, he did second half of the year. He, he got his yeah. You know, he still he still made some bonehead stuff. Still running up the middle. I mean, he ain't the greatest offensive coordinator of all time. No, but, but he you're did much better. replacing him with Rob Likens? that that's the future. So we're, we're coming back next year with Manny Diaz and Rob Likens and Manny still running the show. Then just hold the program. We'll, we'll just go ahead and be done with that. Like no one wants to see that. Like maybe you can get Manny Diaz senior and his little cronies and you, you can get their boy, um, David Epstein out there, you know, maybe, maybe they can be, you know, in the stands and we can have 35,000 people, but only five. I mean, let, let's be real here. This is this is a joke. I'm I'm sorry to to say to you, Gary, but uh, Team Matt Shodel, like all, all the way, everything he says to you every morning is pretty much right on point, man. I mean, th- this. You, you know why USC has Lincoln Riley? Because he's been back channeled for the last three months. If you look at his recruiting, he's predominantly recruited the West Coast. Like he knew he was leaving at the end of the season. Like he he told his agent, like yo, that USC job that just opened up, we getting that right. Yeah, go get that. All right, uh, I'm going to go coach the rest of the season, but uh, go get that job, and, and, and I'm going to recruit some West Coast players. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's that been happening. But here we are. We're, we're weeks out from our AD being fired, and what, last week we fire up the search firm? You didn't do that from day one? You didn't realize you needed a search firm because you're incompetent? Huh, huh, yeah. It's it's just the same crap over and over and over. I think over you got to see what, how it ends flex? before you judge it. I think you Oh waiting. man, are we all. I'm, I'm sorry, Gary. We already know where this ends at. Everybody's severely disappointed, man. Like it's I like, like the that culture. That's it's the people true. that are I in I think there. you got to let it play out. You got, you got, you got Limonis coming in. Like he's hard now. You know, making all these tweets about how changes got to be made. Well, you were Mr. E before the W last year, man. We don't forget this crap. Like, screw all you bot members, man. Like, seriously. Like you're 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 indifferent to sports. Like, like Jake said, the only reason you went to that school in the first place was because of sports. That's the only reason you even knew what that school was. That's why you have your big brand of the U. All this is this incompetence from the, the top down. Like, like Flex said or whoever said, man, like, damn, dude, we got a president that doesn't even know what American football is. What are we doing, dude? Like 20 years of this crap, screw all the people in charge. You guys screw this up, we done, man. We riot. Sorry. Thanks, Gary, for having me on. All right, Travis, uh,
1: I think you've got to let it finish. I think you've got to let it get to the end game. And if everything stays status quo, I think we'll everyone will have a collective scream fest afterwards. But I don't think that's where it's headed. I think they have a process they have to work through. I think they're doing it. And um, I don't know. I, I like what I've seen. And I'm I'm not always supportive of these things. Like I, I feel comfortable with what I'm seeing so far. We'll see where it ends. Five six three nine 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 three five five oh you hit the one on your keypad. If you want to come on the show, let's go to the eight oh eight. You're live on Canesport Live. Eight oh eight, you with us?
2: Yes, hi good. Hi Gary, how are how are you? Hello?
1: Yeah, doing good. Who's this? Hello, Gary. Yes.
2: Hi Norman from Hawaii.
1: Hey, what's up Norman?
2: Oh, well, not much. Um I just wanted to make a contribute my thoughts on the hiring of uh, Mario Cristobal. I just think that it's imperative that we get him to Miami because for one thing, he's the guy that's gonna shut down recruiting in South Florida. And in addition to that, his family in Miami And if I remember correctly, watching that Ohio State game, that color analyst said he met with Mario two days before the game, and he said he was so impressed by Mario's demeanor. He said, my parents worked two jobs, we're an immigrant family, and every day was a day of reckoning, every hour. And he said he learned accountability, dedication, and that's the guy who we need. And yep. I I kind of like Lane Kiffin, but I think he has a history of leaving the program every three years. So you can give him a five-year deal, but he'll probably leave in two or three. And that that's just my my take on it. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed on Mario. I I know you said right now it's at an eight, and um. I think if it's taking this long, I just think that maybe the UM officials are going to wait till they get all three positions, and they're going to do it all on the same presser. That's just my take. I don't know how others feel about it, but
1: not out of the question that it plays out that way. Well, see how the timing shakes. It's going to depend on when they have their AD.
2: Yeah, that's. That that's going to be important. If the, if the, um, if
1: the uh, AD announcement is Thursday or Friday, Norman, they'll be separate. All right.
2: Well, anyway, thanks for taking the call, and you have a great evening, and you got keep it, man. up Aloha. the good work. Aloha. <laughs> um,
1: let's go to three o five. You're live on K Sport Live.
15: Hey, Gary, how are you? It's David. Who's this? David.
1: Hey, what's up, David? Welcome to the show, man. How are you, What would what would you you give right now to be sitting on a beach in Hawaii with Norman? I would love that, man. I could I could use a couple days at the beach in Hawaii.
15: I'll tell you what I like better though, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) So, I have I have a couple questions. My first one is, what makes you think that? By waiting and punting for a year, it's going to be cheaper next year. You don't think that... Oh, I'm not saying it's know, going to be cheaper. Team, I don't want cho- them the to make
1: a bad hire and get stuck with a guy that can't move the needle for another four or five years.
15: Well, but you don't think that between now and next year... I mean, look at all the coaches signing extensions. You, know, you don't think to would lock Mario in between now and next year. You don't think... Mississippi would lock Lane in between now and next year. Like, all all these coaches are already signing extensions. They're seeing all these deals, and they're they're taking it now. So you're going to get him on a coach that has six, seven years left on his deal?
1: I would agree with you that now is the time to strike. I think they are trying to do that.
15: And also, what makes you think that, you know, Mario's daddy is not going to be fighting for him next year also? and working and, and pulling the strings and, 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 all, Manny's all dad will no, yeah. never sound uh, like, yeah, Manny's dad. Exactly. So no, know, now as long is the as he's he alive, you
1: you're bringing in a new athletic director. You can, you can bring in a new coach. You can have an entirely clean slate, fresh start. The fans will be excited. It's right there. They just got to, they got to get it to the finish line.
15: Yeah, I mean the way I see it, all these it's like then he's basically unfireable as long as his dad's alive. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Right? I mean, you're gonna bring I and mean, you're gonna have him coaching on a one-year deal, basically. You know, I don't know. I don't. I, just, I don't extension. think
1: there's a lot of needle-moving options for them. They got to make Mario Cristobal happen.
15: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree, but the, the thing is, it, it the thing that Manny's good at. One of them is making excuses, and the first excuse he's going to make, which he already makes, is that you know he can't recruit because he's on a because he don't have an extension. He needs an extension to recruit. And what are you going to do then? Fire him in the middle of the season, or you give him an extension? You know, people 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 the years forget. Are people forget.
1: It's all about people
15: the bias. Yeah, no, I know, but people forget the you year of guys calling in saying, "Oh, we could have been nine and three." Does everybody forget we needed a last-minute second, last minute field goal to beat App State at home this year? You know, I, the same way we could have been 9-3, and three, we could have been 3-9. and nine. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just I don't see any scenario where you could bring him back. I mean, he hasn't been here for three years. He's been here for six years, and every single year the defense has gotten worse.
1: Because the personnel has been on decline every year.
15: Well, but whose fault is that? It's his. Yeah. I mean, a, 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 and you have the old guard. Uh, I'm trying to get through these quick. That's saying, you know, we don't want to spend that money on football. Maybe, you know, it hurts them to say it, but what if that money's coming in from the outside and it's not hurting the university? Exactly. Yeah. So that, what that, excuse that does that have yeah, to be in the someone comes in and goes, okay, well, you don't have to spend that money. Here's the money to do it. What's her choice going to be then? That's where I see it. I mean, I just don't see any scenario where, where he could come back. I mean, I think they're just so far in. And, I mean, it's it's really a disservice to him, like a caller said earlier. You know, you have him, the poor guy. I mean, I don't want to say the poor guy, but the guy's out recruiting right now, giving out offers, uh, offering a, 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 an, FI, an, a, an FIU offensive lineman, uh a two-star or whatever he is uh and you know you don't think he knows that the university is trying to go after mario or lane of course he knows so what and if you don't land them then you go okay man you could come back for, you could come back you know we didn't get the guys we really wanted you could come back like what is that i <laughs> think that he, he i mean i mean i understand the saving money you know december 1st tomorrow yeah i think they have to let him go tomorrow You know, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's a disservice. You you can't have him, you know, out there, you know, thinking one thing when it's really not that, that, when that's not the case. Mm -hmm. I mean, he knows you're trying to go after Mario.
1: (laughs) You got an hour and 34 minutes. And the price. I mean, who reportedly goes down.
15: Do you think uh, two more quick ones? Do you think that Mario may have told, you know, the university through his people that he doesn't want them to fire Manny because then it's going to bring up obviously all the talk, you know, Mario to Miami before his back twelve game.
1: Would not shock me, but I think the the buyout is is the bigger issue here.
15: Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, I mean, I I'm a, I understand it, but but at the same time, you know. It's just it's hard. It's hard to think that they actually care when 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 this is dragging on like this. I mean, uh, you know, you say Mario. He's got a Pack twelve game. His season's not over. But hey, LSU went and got Brian Kelly, and they're number six. And and Notre Dame's number six in the playoffs. In the playoff contention. Yep. You know, Lincoln Riley also. So, I don't know. All right, Gary. Well. Thanks for uh, thanks for the time. Hopefully, uh, we're all like everybody says. Everyone's uh, we'll all be back next Tuesday, celebrating. If
10: it
1: if it doesn't shake out right, we'll be like we'll be doing a, a recreation of the movie Network. We're all gonna like be going to our windows. We're gonna stand up and yell. We're mad as hell and we're not taking it anymore.
15: But you're feeling you're feeling pretty good about it though, right? As I, I like what I'm hearing. seeing
1: and hearing. You know, but they got to get to the finish line. We'll see.
15: I, I I did see that someone said that on the Oregon board. They're starting that things are starting to come up. They're starting to get nervous because he hasn't gotten an extension, and you know we well, just signed one last year. So, well, I mean, I mean they already they, had Taggart that left to go back home. So you know now you know the talks going to be Mario coming back home. So he's
1: going to get to make a choice where he wants to be. We'll see what he does.
15: All right,
4: Gary. All right, man. Hold, thank you for being part of the, the show. show. Thank you. Let's
6: go to
1: 973. You're live on King Sport Live. Gary,
6: Gary, Gary. What's up, What's up, Ross? What's going on, man? Hey, Gary, I don't know what happened, but I was, I was supposed to get on earlier. You, the thing un,
4: took me out. I had to jump right back in. took me out. So I'm behind like six or seven people, man. I don't know why. It took me out. I never touched the number one. After I touched the number one the first time, I didn't touch it again,
6: and it knocked me out. I heard it say, you're un, you're out of the – you're out of the hole, so the, and then I
4: have to put myself back in. So that's I'm not sure what happened. Well, to now be. you're in.
1: So talk, now to you're in.
4: Hey, man, what's going on? So listen, listen, Gary, listen, listen. I mean, everybody talking, and hey,
6: Gary, tell me about this guy here. Um, who is John Ruiz? Who is he? Um, as far as you he know, is he a,
1: is South a South Florida businessman who to just to
11: hit the lottery.
1: lottery.
6: Okay. All right. So. Second question, and I'm gonna go right back to him. um Could change one though. Um, is he cool with Manny's dad?
1: Wait, say it again.
6: Is he is he friends with Manny's dad?
1: Pray with Manny's dad? No, is he
6: friends? Can you hear me?
1: Oh, is he friends? Oh. I have no idea. Yeah.
6: Okay, you have a you have an echo. Back, I'm yeah, I don't know why. Back but... echo. But is he he friends with – so you have no idea, right? No idea. If he's not friends with him, and I hear you talk – you're saying about the university and the the U Health Department and everybody else would be – they don't want to waste money. They don't want to waste this. If this guy is not friends with him, and Manny's daddy is not the one that's going to help pick the AD from New Mexico State and anybody else, I don't oh, no, what that's see the connection. Okay, so I don't see what the whole, what the holdup would be with the money being separate from you help. If this guy Ruiz is saying he wants to help, he has the type of cash, the type of money, the type of cashier to help the program the way he say he wants to, right? So all, all that, some people don't want to throw this money away and they don't want to burn them. He's coming in with his money. And he said, he's waiting. He literally said this. He said, I'm waiting to see how they want me to help because I'm willing to help in many different ways. These are his words verbatim. So if, if he's going to say those words, I don't want to hear nothing. I'm not necessarily coming at you, but I have to say it to you so the audience can hear I don't want to hear this crap about the university worrying about money that they don't want to come off of. Guess, guess what, guys? You whoever is making that decision It's not your money. It's his money and a few other people, but it's mainly his. Now, if they're telling me they don't want want to be, what's the word, what's the phrase, they don't want to be embedded to this guy, then it's another story, and then I put both hands up and I say, you know what, you got it, because then you guys are not serious about doing this. Because everybody else that's doing it, they're getting other people money outside of their program also to help for coaches coming in. To let you let you letting me know you're not serious. Hey, before you address that, Gary, a couple other things, and then when I when you put me a hole, you could address it. Um, I asked this question before on a radio show, and I'm going to ask you again. You've been doing this for a long time. You know the rule changes and everything. In basketball, I do basketball heavy, big time, big time kids. <laughs> now tell me in the football part, the one time transfer does apply for football players too, right? Now the rules I think if a kid has been there since his sophomore, he's, he's a sophomore this year, a true sophomore, not the not to repeat it, year everybody got back, but regardless, and he hasn't tra- he gets the one transfer rule. He could transfer to the school and play right away, right? Yep. Okay. Well, here's what I'm hearing. Lastly, he's not done yet. He's going to take a few guys with him. He's going to take. Um, it, it sounds stupid. It sounds like crazy, but we got about three or four long snappers he's taking one of those, and he's taking a, a wide receiver, and he's trying to get Jake. I know Jake said he's coming back, but he's trying to get Jake. You know he can't do what he. he know he can't get Van, Van Dyke because that would just be too much and trying to really slap him Miami in the face and all that because Miami helped him get this job. But he's trying to get Jake, and I know that for a fact. He recruited the heck out of Jake, and he got Jake to commit to Miami, and he's trying to. And he'll be on a one transfer rule. He'll be his first time transferring out of Miami, so he'll play yeah, right away. Yeah, if
1: Jake's going to use that one time transfer, I'm not sure he does it to go to SMU. If he's smart, he doesn't.
6: But he, but but he'll be on the last. So what I'm saying, it's about yes, so numbers, ain't it? You could, you can't tell, You, so you're going to tell me he can't be drafted out of SMU? Is that what you're telling me?
1: No, I'm saying that I think he could do better than SMU.
6: I understand that he's already out of play. He's already at a place where he could do better. What I'm saying, but guys follow coaches for reasons all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I can see why Lashley would try to do that. I don't know if I see it happening. I'm just letting
6: you know he's going to he's going to he's taking two wide receivers, he's taking a long snapper, and he's taking two grad students. Who I'm are the two you know wide receivers happening.
1: you're hearing, Ross?
6: I'm just not. I don't want to. You know, nobody. I don't want nobody killing me. I was told not to tell names, but he is taking two wide receivers. And one of them is one of one of them is a, um, i I'll say I'll give you a little secret. And he's going to push for the the one that came from the West Coast. Let's just put it like that. Oh, Keyshawn. Dude, just, 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 just put it like that. All right? See. All right. A couple, couple, couple other things. Yeah, a couple other things. Mario. Here's the thing that's go, in, in my head and the stuff that, that I'm hearing as far as Mario, okay? If if Mario comes, people are forgetting this. All night I'm hearing people talking about, even last week, oh, the office, the office, the office, the office. Regardless of what we do, I'm I'm thinking we're going to get Mario. Regardless of what we do, nobody is talking about where are we going to get the defensive guy? Because Mario come to offensive line is set. We're going to get some big fellas in there, some Ogn But the key hire, believe it or not, is not just the, not just the head coach. It would be whoever the defensive coach would be. So that's going to be a big who, – who has Mario – you know, who did he work with at FIU? Who did he work with since he in Oregon? And who's been on, along the way at Alabama? Who can he pull to, to run that defense? Uh, I'm not decent. sure yet,
1: Ross, but I
6: can tell when, you that that guy dare, is as good at identifying coaches four? and
1: hiring coaches as anybody
6: I've seen. I know, but let me ask you this. What, 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 my, my, my question should have been, a better question should have been, is he more prone to do the 3-4 to the 4-3? Is he a 3-4 guy or 4-3 guy, um, um, on I don't know.
1: I think it will depend on the you know,
6: coordinator. You know, that's a big deal. That's a big deal here. That's a big deal in Miami. You know, we get all cracked up and shaked up about if somebody want to do a three, a three four. We get nervous about that. If we're going to run okay, a four but three, don't then get nervous because
1: nobody's saying they're going to do that yet, Ross.
6: I'm just, I'm just letting you know how like what's the stuff that I'm hearing about. You, you, you're putting me on he,
1: notice. If somebody's going to do a three four defense, you're going to be annoyed.
6: Yeah, because gotcha. that's that stuff that, that's being sprinkled around. Also, listen, shouldn't do, shouldn't take a shot at this guy. I'm not trying to take a shot. But on the basketball end, my, my whole thing about it also is you got to make sure, you, at this point right now, you got to make sure you have the right guy because new AD, he gave fair attention to the football team, and I need him to pay attention to the football team. But you also got to make sure you got the right guys all the way around you know, in all the other sports, all right, because that stuff yep. needs to be cleaned up, too. And, and no disrespect, because I like those guys, really do. But I'm talking about maybe it's not the head coach, but maybe it's that's the third half of the assistants. But anyway, jump back to football. Recruiting is a mess. Manny's the one that created this mess. So all that, we, we should keep him, and let's see what happens on the back end of this. He created this mess. Did you see what this happened to us at Duke with the kick return? We still do. We still have embarrassing plays on defense in the sense of certain things that shouldn't happen. is happening. And you're saying that maybe the guy wouldn't have gotten hurt if they didn't get hurt, they weren't ready to play? Okay, so so – what did what did Taylor learn from playing Central Connecticut State? He finally got it. He finally got his assignment right when he played Central Connecticut State because he never he never he never not played again after that. Every time I turned around, he was like He was on the field. He was on the field. Now we're going to lose nasty, and I think we're going to lose um, the kid from New York, number eighty-one, Hunt. Hunt. I think we're going to lose him.
1: Why do you have everybody yeah, leaving my, already, Ross?
6: Yeah, I, I I got the ins and outs of this stuff. I'm just. I'm in the business. I know the the ins and outs. I'm not saying he's going to get. He's going to take an evaluation. Especially Hunt is going to take the evaluation. He's from Chrysler King. Gary, look at my look at my air code. Where's my air code?
1: So you know some I'm people over the high school.
6: Yeah, I know the ins and outs of what's going on with that. Yeah, business. I don't think now he's, he's ready sniffs.
1: for the draft yet. I think he needs one more.
6: He's going to sniff. I'm not saying he's going, but he's going to sniff. He's going to sniff because. He's talented, coming off that line, and he he shoots the gaps. And the, the NFL kind of likes that stuff. They might they yeah. might like what they say, you know. But um, this, I re, listen, man. I recruiting is a mess, Gary. Address this stuff about um, what is it? Ruiz. If he's not connected to the daddy, I have no concern about spending his money. Now, if he's connected to the daddy, many yeah, team. I don't
1: think he Gary, is, Ross.
6: Take care, hope, you know, shout-out to you everybody. It, guys, I don't, I don't I, think you can um, it
1: there. Thanks for being part of the show, man. Give us a call next week. Let's go to the 757. You are live on Kane Sport Live.
16: Hey, i want to give a shout-out to Meister Kane. Look, Gary, <laughs> I'm tired of this shit show. That's all it is, bro. You get people hopes up, and it ain't you, man. Let me tell you, it ain't you. One of my guys said, Kim, my man Trey and you oh, Trey was like, man, Gary just reporting what he getting, Kim. You can't blame Gary. I'm going to give you some slack. That's all I'm gonna give you, bro. Cause you're just doing your job. Now Matt, Matt just, Matt just brings it. Basically, what Matt said: if we don't get it right, we in the hole. That's what he say, and I mean you agree. But you know you 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 it ain't as hard as he is. He's that New York man. He got that nasty way about him. But I love it. <laughs> we gotta do something. We gotta do something. Now remember this morning, y'all were talking, and Matt was like, "Man, you should have fired him like an LSU." You said, "No, they're doing it the right way." Of course, y'all going to go both ways with it. I'm with him. Should have fired him, and then you should have fan base. Because it's about the fans now. The people that spend their hard-earned money, even a person like me to fly from Virginia Beach when I get a chance to come watch the Canes play in Miami, it's just that you spend your money and you see the same result and it's just, bad. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not getting my hopes up. And I know you say it look good on one side so far, what you see. Until the icing is on the cake, and the player, I mean, the, just like the players when they sign, I ain't got no more to say. Ain't no need to argue. Season over, playing the bowl game. I wish Lashley and his first second down running up the middle. Wish him well. And whoever you take, if you want to go, to go. I ain't tripping. I don't want nobody to leave. But if you want to go, go. Cause it's about being a king for life, just like you are. And Matt, y'all y'all do this at twenty four seven. Your eyes, you got bags on the eyes in the morning. You're tired, bro. I know you say if somebody called you and said Mario the man, you're going to jump for joy. We all going to be happy. But if they say Manny the man, hmm, 4th and 16, fourth and damn 17, losing the FIU, losing the Louisiana Tech, letting Carolina run for 9,000 yards last year. I'm sitting in the stadium. We shaking our head like, what the hell is going on? It's his defense. It ain't looking worth a damn. But whatever be the case, man, King fans, just sit back. Don't get excited. Just sit back and watch the clock tick, and the longer it go, okay, I'm going to ask you, the longer it go, which way you think it's going to go? Just asking, just like you get your report. The longer this drags out, which way you think it might go, with the big M or the little M that we have now? <laughs> Help me out with that. I'm just saying, I ain't got no more to say. Love y'all, King fans. Love y'all. We're going to be all right. Just answer that for me. I'm going to stay on hold. Do your thing, Gary. Do your thing. Matty Matt, listen to y'all tomorrow morning. I'm out.
1: Alright, Kane Kane. Oh my god. I said where I think it's going. But it's gotta get there. Gotta get to the finish line. Let's go to the two three nine. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
14: Gary,
17: how are you, man?
1: Doing great, who's this?
17: Oh, uh, it's Adam in, in Atlanta. So how and I was on the show early, I had to jump off for a while to do some stuff and I got back on. I heard Ross, um, and a bunch of the other guys. I had a question. I think my question really has to do with um, your best prognostication and not of where this thing ends up, or I guess maybe where it ends up. What does the next week look like? Based on the tidbits and the sources you have, which we know is luminous and high quality, unlike a lot of the trash circulating on Twitter of late, what, what do you think happens? What do you think happens tomorrow? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever your end time is. What, what do you think this thing looks like? A.D.? If I, if I, coach,
1: if, if I had a crystal ball, it would be athletic director by Friday, from um, pursuit of Mario Saturday into Sunday possibly. Uh, deal either gets done or doesn't get done Sunday.
17: Okay. So um, are, are we hearing any, any indications on, on A.D.? Uh, whoever that is going to be at this point. I keep no?
1: hearing that Eddie Nunez name a lot. Um, I think uh, Dan Radakovich from Clemson might have gotten the call, but he's very pricey. Yeah. I don't know where that's going. Uh, obviously, Alonzo, Gino are in the mix, but I don't think they get the AD job. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It you, you could end up being somebody from out of left field that hasn't even been mentioned yet.
17: So two comments I wanted to make about the state of things and get your take on it. One is sort of college football in general with the, what feels doesn't it feel like the the ground is moving beneath our feet right now in this sport. It kind of feels that way to me. Um, Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Right. I mean, we've we've, admittedly, I, you know, I I graduated 15, 20 years ago. My mother went to school, graduated in 79. So I've only been going to games for the last, you know, 30-ish years um, since I was five. So I've only been following the sport like a lunatic for the last 15 to, to 20 years. Um, but even so, in the last 15 to 20 years, say, say since 2000, it, you know, something like that, or since ninety five, it feels like the sport is undergoing a pretty significant evolutionary change. Um, and not just in the dollars and cents but in the outlook on what makes a program, what makes a coach, what, what defines success. And I think part of it, honestly, is that you've had a lot of the blue bloods since kind of the mid-2000s that have been down for a long time. I mean, USC has been down since Pete Carroll. Texas, I mean, has been down, historically speaking. Um, there's, there's a litany of other ones. Uh, Georgia Tech is usually a pretty darn good program. They're down um, and have been down for, for, for a while um, UCLA, you know, there, there's, these there's schools with history here, um, that, that have been, that have been down and you've ended up with this handful of guys that are, that are good. Urban Meyer was one of them. He's out, you know, Pete Carroll was one of them. He's out. Um, you, you have, you have you know, Nick Saban, Kirby smart was a new entrant on the scene, a great confluence of a ton of support and, you know, following the blueprint, um, that he learned the, the from Saban and some other examples, but you got five good guys, and it feels like you have twenty-ish programs that have the will and the resources, more or less, for five guys. And and so if you have that that much of a supply and demand curve out of whack, you're gonna you're gonna see stupidity, uh, what we perceive to be stupidity. But here's the thing, it may not be stupid. A hundred million for ten years may not be stupid if the ROI is there, which it might be, you the, the, the dollars and cents in this sport are just getting, it's just getting bigger. It's getting larger. It's a billion dollar sport already. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, but, but it is NIL is only going to make it bigger. I mean, the NCAA is on shaky ground. I mean, this sport is, is heading to a place maybe some of us don't want to see it go, I think, but, you know, to really to, to amateurism, that that's going to, you know, go from amateurism more to peri-professionalism and, and I think that we're starting to see the beginning parts of that, schools lining up to get this thing right and get this thing ready for whatever the next five ten, 15 years of college football looks like, while other schools um, are going to I think be less you know, or be left kind of holding their hands uh, a little bit, um, just hoping to hang on and it's just sort of interesting. I, I can feel it feeling you're know, moving beneath our feet. What I, I want but one comment as a corollary to that. I want to get your thoughts on this. Someone, I don't remember who it was. I think it may have been on one of the Cane sports, um, Good Morning kane sports or something. Um, somebody was talking about how at other schools, I think it may have actually been, been Matt and his legion of Zoom, talking about the concept that at other schools, either we don't hear about this internal squabbling or this internal squabbling is not taking place. These are just schools that are blue-blood schools like LSU, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, USC, Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Penn State, Michigan State, that have just said, you know what, we're going to be one of the top 20 schools that is just going to do whatever it takes to be in the top echelon of the sport no matter what, because if that's where we've decided we want to be, that's where we've decided we're going to be. And Miami, I think, who is – who has really benefited from not having to really work all that hard to be really good, unlike a lot of these schools, um, hasn't? is squabbling with itself because people have been comfortable with that. Hey, we haven't had to work all that hard or spend all that much money, and we're still a top five program every damn year. Isn't this incredible? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Anyways, you know, I'll see you at, uh, you know, for, for, for drinks at the Rusty Pelicans. Like, that's what it feels like all of a sudden it's like no that isn't the case anymore you're getting left behind and i think there's a lot of people in the university that see it and there's a lot of other people in the university that either don't want to see it or do see it and say you know what it isn't worth our investment let's let's, let's, let's let 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 the sport pass us by a little bit let's focus on academics focus on the, the 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 hospitals and the medical school the law school let's focus on the other parts of the university let's let's ride the brand for as much revenue as possible but we don't need to chase this anymore, or we don't need to chase it, period. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't think it will ever get to that point.
17: You don't think there's a contingency on the board that just doesn't really care anymore about this? They're like, guys, no, athletics, I don't want to no, talk about no, it anymore. No, no. Look, you're
1: talking about a board, you've got 66-plus six, guys. I mean, you're never going to get a consensus. No chance.
17: But I mean, all right. So let's talk about so Stuart Miller. Uh, when I was at school, he was the chair of the board. I don't know if he still is. You know, the, the guy who runs runs Lenar. I mean, incredibly wealthy. He did the the health park? You know, uh, where the where the garage? Yeah, was he's not the chairman anymore, that.
1: but he's very influential and very involved.
17: Yeah. So um, he's prickly, but he, in my experience, he he tends to actually care about the university. and He's done a pretty good job, in, in my humble opinion. Um, pretty sure he's a nutso sports guy, like pretty crazy about it um and i mean you you think he's sitting there saying hey guys i know mario cristobal is out there i saw what happened with brian kelly i saw what happened with lincoln riley and and whatever else etc and mel tucker and james franklin and the next five that are going to do it never mind guys let's just ride where, where we are and push this thing forward i can't see that i can't see that happening can you yeah
1: I don't know where he would stand personally. My guess is somewhere in the middle. I know he likes to go to the games; he enjoys them. Uh, his family has also given an enormous amount of money to fund the medical side of the university, and that's probably where his biggest interest lies.
17: Mm-hmm. I don't know. It it just it feels to me like 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 you've said, University of Miami has to decide what it wants to be. You how many? You said that what six, six months ago? Something like that? I don't know. Three, yeah. four. I mean, football season feels like four years long, so I don't know how long ago it was. But you said that, and you said they have to decide who they want to be. Well, how is a 66-person board and, a, and a, a president, university president, who is disengaged from athletics, who's going to decide who they want to be? There's no way you're going to reach consensus, which you've said. So you end up with no, this No, but squabble. my understanding
1: is the president now has a clear understanding of the importance of athletics – and uh, I think they're moving in that direction, and I think they're probably going to have to – I'm not going to say overrule the board, but they're going to have to understand that they're not going to get a consensus, and the president's office is going to do what it has to do. Hey, let me let you run because i got a couple more guys that want to get on here before the show ends. I appreciate it. But uh, thanks for the call. Give us a call next
17: week. Will do. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. You're not going to get a consensus on the board. So the president's going to have to – put his big boy pants on and uh, with his team and, and, and try to make something happen. Let's go to the 786. You're live on Kingsport Live.
14: Gary, so oh, sorry I've been uh, really busy this evening, so I just wanted to make sure I reached out and, and shared a few things. Number one, uh, from what I have heard today, great show. It's, it's everything, Gary. Oh, hey, everything. Sorry, sorry uh, this busy night. But anyway, I just wanted to share – one thing with you, um, whether the buyout clause is impacted by uh, the, tomorrow's starting date, as you mentioned earlier, whether it's them waiting
17: to see the, and that impact what Mario's doing at Oregon because they play Friday night, whether it's Lane Kiffin is using them pretty much to make sure he gets a, a
14: more lucrative deal at old Miss, whatever it may be, it's all going to work out. It's all predicated on getting the right athletic director, and the longer that goes, the worse it gets. And it's unfortunate that the administration, even though you're making it clear that they have a true understanding of the critical
17: importance of this football program, what it means in dollars and cents, long-term, short-term, and all those
14: great things. The bottom line, Gary, is you still have people that are inept making decisions. And the blueprint that we've seen the last
17: couple of weeks is a testament to that in terms of making critical decisions at critical
14: junctures in time to ensure you don't lose what you have. And it's
10: ridiculous that it's gone this long. And I don't know
6: if anybody really wants to keep waiting and waiting. You know,
13: it's it's pathetic. You, you understand that, that if
1: Mario's the top target, he's not available yet, right?
17: I just set, made that clear. But we're talking about the athletic director position first. They, it doesn't
1: take this long. For they got delayed a little here. bit by Thanksgiving really, weekend. I think they're moving, and I, and I think there's a decent chance it happens this week.
6: I mean, before
14: Blake was let go, they had their short list. I've been doing this way too long. I'm, I'm an old guy and all that, but I, I, I know what's going on. It's, it's ridiculous,
6: and it's still taking this long.
17: There,
1: you don't but if it gets done in the next three AD days, like it's that not that a way. big
17: deal. You know, Gary, but here's the
6: thing. You don't fire an AD without having your short list of people that you have a viable opportunity to get. That's another another indictment on the ineptitude of leadership at this institution. They had the short list.
14: Now, Gary, a short list. Gary, a viable short list, you
6: would
12: have they that had
14: person it. done by now. It's been.
12: I, I just, again,
6: this to me is, is I know too for a many, they too have many people fall. then why isn't it done?
1: because it's not done yet. They're still working if they it. Really
6: have, it you, you don't have it. So you do you understand? Let me do explain it. to you how and, this stuff works. And, and so, know, so
1: a university goes in with a short list. They hire a search firm. They give the search firm the short list. The search firm's search job is America, to bring yeah. them another group of candidates. So let's say they give them a short list yeah, yeah, of four candidates, full, and the search firm brings another four to the table. Now they have eight. They sit down. They discuss the eight. And then they whittle that down to maybe two, three, four on the outside. They do a final wave of interviews, and then they start making a decision.
6: That's how it works. Gary, I I understand the process. I've been a consultant before with these processes locally, and I didn't take an opportunity about three weeks ago with something else because I, I don't want to go through this anymore. I'm just letting you know that you don't fire the guy unless you've talked to three reps, and are they a ghost. You have to have your three, your three choices, are they a go? I right,
1: you're wrong. And if
17: you don't have that solidified, you don't know what you're oh, If, if right. what you're so saying
1: okay. were true, everything, there wouldn't be search firms. You're saying
9: well, search firms, you know, that the whole thing there. should have been search
1: predisposed search before they wrong. hired Blake.
6: It wasn't. You know, that's a different conversation. Search, search firms do two things. They're for office number one, and in state institutions, it's another form of
14: accountability. That's what those are for, Gary. I don't want
6: to get into all that, but I'm just letting you know that, to me, my opinion, in my 34 years of doing all this stuff, this is an indictment on how poor the leadership of this institution is. The fact
14: that you're reporting last week, and some of others are reporting it, too, because I believe what you're reporting, unlike others. I do believe that you've got awesome sources. I've always told you that. The
17: fact that this guy potentially can still be the guy here, here, this guy
6: who has no business being here, absolutely
14: unconscionable to think that this
6: can happen again. I mean, it's ridiculous, Gary. Well, let's and see you
1: where it talk ends. about a fantasy falling apart. Let's see where it ends. Everything. I'm just, I'm tired. Let's have this and conversation you know what, next Tuesday night, okay?
14: I will, and I will, I will make sure next Tuesday night I'm free, and I'll call you in first. Yeah, make thing sure like you're I free early. This, let's have this I, conversation
1: I am, Tuesday night.
14: All right, I got I one upset, more guy I want to get on tonight. So let me go to him.
1: You call Gary, back next Be Tuesday. We'll, we'll have Be this well. conversation next Tuesday.
6: Be well, Gary. Be well.
1: All right, you too. Um, I think we've got to get to the finish line. Let's see what that looks like. Uh, right now, let's go out to the 850 for the last call tonight. You're on Kane Sport Live. Gary. Yes, sir.
6: What's going on, Dwayne? One zero one eight five zero.
1: What's up, man? Take us home.
6: I don't know why everybody getting so teed off and just let the process play off. I mean, he's got to go through his natural course. They fired Blake James. We're gonna find a good AD eventually. And then regardless if the AD was in place last week or last month, we still can't deal anything with Mario until after the championship games. Correct. So we're still in the same place. So why are you worried about why the AD ain't in place and this, that, and all this other stuff? It's got to take its time, man. You got it's to wait take its course. And if it. there's a
1: willingness on both sides, which I think there is, a deal with Mario could be done in an hour.
6: Right. <laughs> But it's not going to be done until after he plays that championship game.
1: Correct. And if he doesn't want to come and he wants to stay in Oregon, then they've got to make a decision if they want to move on the lane or not. This isn't so complicated.
6: And it's still going to be at the same time frame. No, Godless, if the AD was in place a whole month ago, it's still going to be under the same process. Correct. The same time frame. So everybody just needs to hold their horses and just let it play out. I'm, for one, glad that they're taking the time. At least they're trying to find the right candidate instead of rushing. So that's all I got, Gary. Enjoy the show. You're doing a great job. And another thing, who would have fired Manny earlier and paid an extra $2 million? Might as well wait until it goes down. Yeah,
1: you need every penny you could get.
6: Right. The price The right. price of
1: Mario in the last two weeks has probably gone from $6 million a year to $8 million a year. You can't be throwing millions of dollars in the garbage can for no reason. All right, for man. No thank reason. you for being part of the show.
6: All right, Gary. Keep, keep it going. Just call next
1: week. All right. I All want right. to thank everybody that called in tonight. Great show. Uh, tomorrow night we'll be back. The Lamar Thomas show. It should be fun. As always, uh, got a really good guest lineup uh, coming together for that one. So uh, keep the faith, everybody. Let's see how this plays out as the days go by. Uh, If I see it getting alarming, I'll be the first to tell you. So far, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, Until next week, have a great night, everybody.